0: copy critique the return of copy critique today we're going to be looking into a big one you're going to probably be realized why this is a secret show with copy critique let's take a look what is the headline for the news today of copy critique copy critique presents coca-cola allegedly trades its employees in nazi adjacent philosophy Woo! coca-cola nazi adjacent philosophy allegedly being supported now i have a picture here of some nazis and the swastika and a coca-cola bottle up here and this isn't to draw a comparison here at all i just like to think about the horrors and the death and evil associated with that terrible terrible swastika and then i like to look at the coca-cola's brand And then I like to look back as they give their uh, Nazi salutes to Hitler and, and are thinking about the genocidal camps where 6 million Jews were killed. And then I like to look at the brand of Coca-Cola and reflect. (sighs) Yeah. And then I like to look back at Hitler and I like to think about how people were put into gas chambers, skinned alive and turned into lamps. And then I like to look back at the Coca-Cola brand. Yeah. Yeah. Those are just things I like to do. I'm not saying that there's any correlation there at all. I just like to do connective games, okay? There's nothing illegal about that at all. And I think we should all join in this activity of when I see the swastika, just, you know, and just embracing Coca Cola's brand as well. I like seeing those things side by side. It makes me emotionally feel better. And uh, it's how I deal with my trauma. So if you are against this, you're discriminating against my mental health. And that's very wrong of you, Coca-Cola. So we're just going to go ahead and leave that up on the stream here. And let's go ahead and take a look at how Coca-Cola is doing. All righty. right. Coca-Cola is coming in to the end of 2020, December. Its stock price is at $54.84. Okay? Okay, Tesla. Now, during the following period, Coca Cola released that they are actively training their employees in. Nazi adjacent philosophy called critical race theory, which is a Hegelian Nazi philosophy that includes learning and training your employees to judge people based on their skin color and race as the primary mode of operating in the world. This is what they were training their employees. Uh, It's been categorized as be less white but what they don't realize is yes be less white but what it actually is saying is hey white people judge black people as animals that cannot control their own mind this is the philosophy coca-cola was teaching to its children allegedly through the be less white training program now this news comes out in january now remember 2020 end of december The stock price is at $50.84. Come the end of January, one month later, their stock has plummeted to $48.15. Wow. That's a 12.3% decrease in a month. Do you know what Coca-Cola is valued at?
1: No. What? $234
0: Two hundred and thirty-four billion dollars. That means, because of this Nazi adjacent philosophy that's being allegedly taught at Coca-Cola, in one month their company lost twenty-eight point eight five billion with a B dollars billion. Wow, twenty-eight point eight five billion dollars wow insanity absolutely insanity and then something started to happen so the stock starts to climb back. The investors are panicking. So that's why they sold off all their shares. Cause you know, it, you know, when Coca-Cola comes out and says that, Hey, we teach a Nazi adjacent philosophy. Uh, what happens here is all the stock people sold because they don't want to be associated with the Nazi party. Speaking of Nazis, man, that's swastika really just a symbol of horror and hate and the Coca-Cola brand, man. I really like doing that activity every now and then you guys should try it too. That being said, These corporations are panicking. Coca Cola starts freaking out. Their investors are all selling off. They lost $28 billion in a month. And so the corporation's like, whoa, 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 please, 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 stop, 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 stop. Okay, stop, stop, stop. We're going to fire everyone. We're going to fire everybody. And they fire all the people that are in upper management and replace them. We're going to change. We're going to change. And all the big investors are saying like, I don't know. I don't know. And so Coca-Cola comes up to the investors and says, look, 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 we're firing everybody. Everyone's getting replaced. We're going to change. And look, we got a whole new marketing team. We got new people. The story's going to die off. People's memories are bad, right? Right? They'll forget. And so they predict that this story is going to go away, and the story does seem to die down. The memes stop, and the investors get comfortable again. And so they start reinvesting, and they go, "Ah, it's a flash in the pan. Let's get right back into teaching Nazi philosophy to our employees." And they go right back into their old ways. The change was a complete entire lie and the stock rises back to its original amount and even goes above it and so it looks like this very dark time you know and if you could update that for me um very depressing and dark time and that that all hope is lost it does seem that literally coca-cola can come out and actively say we are a nazi adjacent philosophy training company and give it a month and people will forget and then all that money will just go right back but this time was different and i want to show you some footage before we head off just uh, one little final reminder here guys look at the symbol of death and evil <laughs> holocaust swastika such tragedy such a horrible thing And then let's again just reflect on the Coca-Cola label again there. Wow. Yeah, those are two things that exist. Those are two different things, two different images that exist. All right, let's go ahead and hop on in to uh, uh, some footage that I want to show you guys. Because I think you're going to be um, finding out that this story is a little different than the story Coca-Cola wants you to know about. And by the way... Coca Cola. We're going to be talking about that story as well. Oh, I know what you've been trying to do. And I know what you've been trying to hide from. And trust me, Coca Cola, we're going to go there. Prepare yourselves. Prepare yourselves. So let's first see what was Coca Cola's response to actively promoting nazism and uh nazi adjacent philosophies for example in training their uh their employees so they start freaking out and they run this ad right here (laughs) And they believe that by running this ad as an excuse, uh, they can cover up for the fact that they literally just told white people that they should discriminate against black people based on their skin color, and that they are lesser, and that being white makes them um, powerful, it makes them superior, they believe that the fact that you're white makes you supreme your supremacy of your white skin makes you have to behave differently than the lower class of humans like the blacks for example and that's literally what's being taught in critical critical race theory here they run this ad to try and make up for it by doing a what appears to be the most all white ad i could ever imagine let's let's check it out
2: really guys you guys ate all the ribs The ones I've been grilling all day long?
0: What? Thanks, guys. So they grill ribs, they drink Coca-Cola, it's NASCAR, and it's a bunch of white guys. And they're like, look, 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 everything's okay. Everything's fine, right? Right? And then the stock starts coming back to normal. No big deal, right? I'm sure everyone forgot. Well, guess what? They didn't all forget. They didn't. Let's go ahead and fast forward to June 15th. That's right. Today, this month, recent. Well, a sports commentator, gosh, this is six months later. I'm sure that this entire incident's blown over, right? I mean, the stock prices are back up, right? Surely there's no ill will still being held towards the Coca-Cola brand. And the investors have finally, have finally said it was a flash in the pan. This problem's gone away. Everyone has forgotten and Coca-Cola is going to be right back where it was. This problem's going to fly away. It's just an illusion. The people have forgotten. Well, let's see what Ronaldo here has to say about coca-cola is that the
1: soccer player
0: this is this is a uh random soccer player over in europe oh what's he doing oh 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 yes agua I don't drink Coca-Cola, I drink agua! Woo! ronaldo the resentment and hatred for that vile nazi adjacent philosophy teaching brand has been exposed the resentment is still there every person holds the hate still in the heart the people have not forgotten this is going to enter into the darkest time in coca-cola's history
1: wow i'm a fan i am a new fan of ronaldo
0: one hour after ronaldo did this coca colas stock price dropped four billion dollars four billion dollars <laughs> an hour look at this literally in an hour of this action one hour of this action he goes so right here they are four billion four billion dollars gone gone. $4 billion gone. Just instantly wiped off the stock price. No one, no one respects your brand anymore. Your brand is dead. No one likes your product. Everyone hates your evil, vile, poisonous syrup. By the way, Coca-Cola was analyzed by health experts and it was concluded to have, and I quote, no nutritional value. None. None. Zero. No nutritional value. This disgusting syrup. You would get the same nutritional value from Coca-Cola from drinking sugar water, apparently. That's what I heard from experts allegedly. Absolutely insane. So this vile evil company is out here just thinking it can get away with promoting Nazi-adjacent philosophies and obviously the people have spoken and a $4 billion dip was exact, because this actually Action symbolizes what all the investors feared the most, which was the people would not forget. And then Coca-Cola ran a marketing campaign hoping that the people would forget. And Ronaldo reminded everyone, the people have not forgotten Coca-Cola and they're not going to. Wow.
1: Each bottle he moved was $2 billion.
0: That's right. $2 billion (laughs) of loss right there.
1: They're lucky they only put two bottles.
0: And you might be saying to yourself, Tyler, this is still a multi-billion-dollar company. I'm sure that they are uh, hiring the best, and they're going to get great performances for their teams, right? Everything's going to probably go well. Um, they'll just, you know, keep investing in the best and hiring the best. Well, it turns out part of that Nazi adjacent philosophy involves hiring people based on their genitals and their skin color. So um, what you'll find out is that Coca-Cola's website, despite being a billion-dollar company, doesn't even have a functioning website. Their contact us page, as you can see here, is actually a uh, defunctional broken chatbot. So let's go ahead and pull that up, shall we? Let's take a look at what a multi-billion dollar company's website uh, looks like here and see if they have managed to hire the best. And I'm going to spell their name incorrectly because they don't deserve to have it spelt correctly. Uh, let's go ahead here. So first off, this is their web page. So you can see how the design function there really looks like a piece of crap and uh, this is their content, so you have to go and pick which state you want. And this is the actual animation. What you're watching here is how the website functions. Let's go ahead to the United States, the only place that matters, and take a look here. Uh, let's say, oh, okay, oh wow, there's an entire web page taking over and rolling videos. It's all blurred. Oh gosh, this pop up here. There's a script loading in the background. Oh gross okay uh coffee black oh god could you imagine coffee mm. well maybe i want to go and let them know that i'm not a fan of their nazi beliefs uh let's click this contact us here Uh oh 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 look at that we have the chat box working here now uh-oh they're making fixes they're fixing their website because let's see what we got here on my screenshot i took a screenshot for this exact purpose here Take a look people. oh oh no, oh no, we exposed the secret. Oh, it's okay. it's okay. Shh. they don't know. they don't need to know. No one, no one needs to know. All right. oh no. Not again. It exposed again. to twice. Why is this keep happening? <laughs> all right. We're going to blow this picture up here. I took a screenshot for this exact purpose. Let's go ahead here. Oh my gosh. This is not working. This is very infuriating. This is annoying. And it's oh, no. all because, you know what? Let's go back to reflecting on the Nazis. It's Hold censorship. on. It's just censorship. one second. One second here. I just want to take some time while we're having these problems to look at that <laughs> swastika again And then think of the Coca-Cola's brand. See the death and tragedy of the Holocaust. And then look at Coca-Cola's brand. Very important to always remind yourselves of those things. But I will somehow manage to make this thing big enough for you guys to see and we're going to go ahead and crop this down so we can get as much as possible that's right we're doing photoshopping this would probably cost them 65 million dollars to do at coca-cola because they're hiring the worst yes take a look at this defunctional box this is their virtual agent contact us page so these people can't even build a website with an html plugin with a multi billion dollar brand this is what coca-cola is getting for its best work its best work can't even make a functioning contact us page isn't that disgusting so if you think that somehow coca-cola is gonna get itself out of this hole it's dug it's not it's not coming back and the people have not forgotten that they're teaching nazi philosophies like we just learned from ronaldo i think this could be the end of coca-cola i think that coca-cola could finally be destroyed and start to plummet. Think about it. No one wants syrupy drinks anymore. Why would you go and spend 160 or 100, 250 calories on a Coke when you could go and just have a 10 calorie bay? It tastes better. It's more flavorful. It's healthier. Why would anyone ever go and use the Coca-Cola product again? There's perfectly good alternatives as well. There's, it seems to have completely fallen off, but here's the thing. We've talked a lot about the trending headlines of Coca-Cola lately. Uh, the things that are, you know, shameful, terrible website, discrimination based on race, promoting Nazi adjacent philosophies, but there is one topic we haven't covered, And that's what Coca-Cola doesn't want you to know about. Yeah, you see, they're fine with you talking about their Nazi philosophies. They're fine with you talking about their website. What they don't want you talking about is, does Coca-Cola want you to forget something? Specifically, the Colombian death squad allegations. Oh! Are you not familiar with the Colombian death squad allegations? Funny. A lot of people aren't familiar with the Colombian death squad allegations against Coca-Cola. Why don't we pull up Wikipedia, shall we? Why don't we take a look at Coca-Cola and its uh, Wikipedia page? It's all zoomed in from when we were looking at zoomed in from when we were looking at face. <laughs> okay, so we got Coca Cola here. I'll give a nice little zoom in here for you. Oh wow, look at that! Oh, a history. Wow, what a beautiful thing! Look at this history of this company. A guy developing a product. Look at that! A beautiful ad. A beautiful country. Beautiful concept. Man, classic material. What a beautiful, beautiful sight. Man, it brings back memories of what America used to be, huh? It's like how Coke used to represent America. People used to look at this thing and say, wow, that thing, right, that's an American company. A man who came from nothing, built his way up, and now he has millions of dollars. His product is everywhere. What a a beautiful, beautiful place. And that has been the opinion of people for a long time. And then out of the blue... It seems like Coca-Cola changed, didn't it? It seems like they started to be infiltrated by Hegelians. And slowly but surely, the history here seems to get worse and worse. What used to be this beautiful concept of America has become bastardized because they teach... Not about beauty and quality in their advertising, the value of their product, the beauty of their product, the simplicity of their product, the Americanness of their product. Now it's about hating people based on their skin color. It's not about the holidays. It's about whether or not you're black or white. It's not about celebrating sport events with your friends. It's about your genitals and whether or not you're going to mutilate them. That's what Coca-Cola became all about. And something else that doesn't get talked about, right down here at the very bottom of the Wikipedia page, is something called Colombian Death Squad allegations. You see, in two in July two thousand one, Coca Cola was brought into a uh, lawsuit. You see, because Coca Cola allegedly was hiring. Colombian death squads inside of Colombia to hunt down, kidnap, torture, and kill any bottle workers who were attempting to unionize to raise their rates. Really? that is the allegations against coca-cola's company that they don't want you talking about is that their company is actively hiring a militia like units to hunt down and kill their own employees in third world companies who are just trying to fight for better pay murderers torturers kidnappers That is the allegations that are being put against Coca-Cola that they don't want you talking about. And it gets worse because while the Coca-Cola company sits here and actively discriminates against people based on their skin color and race, which you would think appeals to the left because the left loves racism. They love to discriminate against skin color. You know, they were the original slave owners. Well, guess what? This political group that they were hiring to commit murders allegedly was politically speaking. They what? were politically a far-right political party. Wow. So Coca-Cola is not only... Dry- so why is Coca-Cola leaning so hard to the left? Why is there so much promotion about this left-linging stance of Coca-Cola? Could it be because Coca-Cola has allegedly funded far-right terrorist organizations called the colombian death squads to hunt down and kill kidnap and torture their own bottle workers that are trying to unionize could that be what coca-cola doesn't want you guys to hear about think about that next time you decide to have a sip of coke remember these guys right here are the colombian death squad that's coca-cola's brand There's allegations that this brand right here hired these guys right here to murder innocent people to save a buck. Pretty crazy, huh? Pretty crazy indeed. I don't know if you uh I don't know if that's the story that Coca-Cola once is talking about. I'm sure they would much rather have us talking about their Nazi adjacent philosophies here. It seems like we have to choose. Do we want to support the left, which is the Nazi ideas, or do we want to support the right, which is the death squad allegations? Which one? If you're left or you're right, which one of you still wants to sip the sickening syrup? How many of you Want the Coca-Cola's sickening syrup that is associated with multiple health issues, that is associated with unhealthy diet, that is associated with weight gain, teeth decay, and has been said by multiple health experts to contain no nutritional value outside of sugar water. Left, right, do you guys still want to sip the sickening syrup? Let me know. That's what I would like to know because that's what's been going on in Coca-Cola news. And we're going to keep tabs on this. And let me tell you, we have kept a lot of tabs. Coca-Cola has a publicly available list of its employees. And uh, believe it or not, we've got the PO box, the email, the social media profiles of a lot of its top executives. So we're going to be going and we're going to be taking a look into what they are doing in their lives. And Coca-Cola You now have the eye of the wizard on you. It's not going to last, buddy. Good luck and so that is today's copy critique of Coca-Cola can you believe that can you believe Coca-Cola is uh, allegedly hiring militias to kill people it's bottle workers and supporting Nazi adjacent philosophies absolutely startling to me and despite all of their money they can't even afford to build a website that works or get a Facebook page with over 5,000 likes that is what you get from the Coca-Cola company right now boys and girls so when you're looking at your investments accounts and when you're looking at coca-cola i personally would go and say wow i don't know if i want to support things that could potentially be allegedly associated with nazi adjacent philosophy and certainly not allegedly associated with colombian death squads but that's my personal opinion and you have to make that decision for yourself especially the decision on whether or not to support the brand by purchasing it because every time i see that coca-cola brand you know what comes to my mind this picture right here That tragedy, this holocaust, the gas chambers, six million dead Jews. And then I see Coca-Cola's brand. That's what comes to me in my head. But, you know, you have to decide for yourself what comes to your mind when you see the Coca-Cola brand. Good luck, Coca-Cola. I'm really good at this. Bye. And that's today's copy critique. Woo! What a... What a reveal! My gosh! I really was not expecting Coca-Cola to turn so freaking dark. Uh, That was quick. Like, I knew the Nazi philosophy was bad, but I didn't realize they were actively, allegedly responsible for the death and murder and torture and kidnapping of innocent people. Like, that's insane. That's mafia-level stuff going on in third-world countries, and this is a private company. Can you believe that? Uh
1: no, allegedly that is just insane, absolutely absurd, and
0: unacceptable. Yeah. Allegedly, I mean, if even one percent of what Wikipedia is saying is true, and that's where I get my information from because it's a reliable source, man. I mean, this is this is terrible. Mm-hmm. Let's read the exact words of, Wiki, of Wikipedia. Let's let's read exactly what Wikipedia has to say. In July two thousand one, the Coca Cola Company was sued over its alleged use of a political far right night far-right wing death squad the united self-defense force of colombia to kidnap, torture and kill colombian bottle workers that were linked with trade union activity that's the, that's a direct quote from wikipedia wow absolutely insane absolutely insane i cannot believe that absolutely dark 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 that times ahead. that
1: sounds like some breaking bad like tv show stunts
0: it really is it, it's really unethical and if you could update that for it's, me that'd be great
1: yeah it's crazy to think that this allegedly happened in real life
0: right it, it's like i don't understand How this is well, I do you know they pay for the media, they go and they hype up a story and they make you go focus on this uh Nazi stuff, and then you go up and they say, Oh, the Nazi stuff is we're all left wing over here. Meanwhile, they're out sending around death squads to slaughter people, like
1: oh, yeah, jeez,
0: that's like wall, that's like the Gus guy who was building meth while he was selling chicken.
1: Exactly. This sounds like it could be a really good TV series.
0: It really could. The Coca-Cola death squads. I think we need to Coca-Cola death squad. We need to get that on a t-shirt, but like (laughs) the Coca-Cola death (laughs) squad. And then just these masked guys there with AK 47s and someone and a, a, a guy hanging in the background on a noose because again, they are supporting Nazi ideas. So they want to hang people based on their skin color too. Remember that's all part of their philosophy. So I think oh, that'd be a really true. great Coca-Cola product personally. Wow. That's that my... would be
1: great merch. You should probably copyright that merch idea.
0: I do. I think so too. I think that it should, well, technically it is <laughs> copywritten because I'm writing it right down by saying it in this recorded frame. So I'll have legal defenses for my merchandise. So yeah. with that being said, I think we need to move on to some more helpful concepts. So now we've covered again guys the the whole point here. Um, you know, this is a t- show to help you get through your work week and, you know, you can chop it up listen to two hours here, two hours there as you're going through your week. And the goal here is to cut down idols, to expose what's going on in this business world that you're getting wrapped up and tricked into falling for. And I'm here to be your coach in your ear, walking you through it, throwing rocks at these enemies for you and giving you the information you need to escape this trap and live a good life life by building, growing and creating the beautiful, the good and the true, not idolizing these people, not idolizing this money, not getting wrapped up into the rat race, but instead seeing through the lies and learning to build a good, solid life for yourself. Now, that brings us into our next segment here, which is the digital dialectic, and one of the things I wanted to talk to us about today is health, which is great when you consider it with Coca-Cola. And so that is the philosophy, that's the topic for today. Uh, For the digital dialectic. For those of you who haven't experienced the digital digital dialectic before, what this basically is, is um, a topic that we want to get better understanding of. And you're free to chime in in the chat and help us figure out what your thoughts are. But we want to try and think through a topic logically and try to get to a better conclusion. And I think that this philosophy of health is very important because I myself have been working on this for the last couple of months here. And found out, and I've been trying to lose weight for for many, many years, and unsuccessfully, I might add. And I was curious about this because it's, on paper, it should be very easy to lose weight. And yet, when you look at the world and when you look at real, real data it doesn't seem to be very effective. Most people don't lose weight. In fact, most people gain more weight when they try to lose weight. That that's pretty bizarre. And so the question is why? And so what we want to try and figure out here is the philosophy of health and try and figure out what it is. That's complicating a seemingly simple thing. And, Uh, Go over some of the failures along the way because for the first time in my life, I have actually been able to consistently lose weight and keep the weight off. And that took me probably, what, seven years to get to that point? And it's very easy to do, but why did it take seven years to get to something that actually worked? That's kind of the question that we have here today. And so I want to try and really Detangle this concept because I think it's a lot simpler than people think. And the real problem is that there is a huge financial incentive for people to make this seem way more complicated and way more scientific than it really is. And so I think that's where a lot of the problems are coming into here today. So... That's kind of the topic of discussion, and uh, feel free to chime in in the chat if you have thoughts, feedbacks, or opinion as well, and we're just going to kind of work through this. There is no script to this. I have not thought out an argument. This is just kind of a place for us to think and talk and discuss and try and figure out what the secret is. The only thing that I will tell you that I have arrived at is this concept here, which is I believe... At the root of all of our problems regarding the health of society in America and the Western societies, um, well, it's not even the Western, it's mostly America, is the word diet. I think that the word diet alone is single-handedly more, is responsible for more health problems than anything outside of any other concept. And so what I'd like us to do is adopt this change from the word diet to a gastronomy and so a gastronomy is about taking into consideration the impacts and effects of food in all of its context it's about considering how it tastes but also how it makes you feel and not how it makes you feel in the moment but also how it makes you feel in the long term and how does that factor in with the goals of your life That is what a gastronomy is. A diet only focuses on one aspect, which is usually the exclusion of one type of caloric source to try and reduce your calories and inevitably fails because you crave those things that you've cut out. And so that is what I want to start the conversation with here. Um, What about UOPVs? What are some of the things that make you think, why is it that you think dieting and exercise and losing weight and health in general is so hard?
1: I think it's difficult because everybody's body is different. Everybody has different genetics. Uh, They come from different countries, different cultures. And especially here in our amazing country of America, we have all of these different people from all over the world coming into one place. So we have all of these different foods that are introduced when historically, you know, our diet could have been Italian or French, but now we're being introduced to Asian cuisine, Asian cuisines, and like Indian and all these other foods that maybe our body isn't as good at processing. You look at pandas, they switch to bamboo and they're just dying left and right. We're struggling to keep them alive because their okay. bodies have not adapted to digest that.
0: So maybe so there's I like think- a cultural. <laughs> Uh, a cultural physiological biological mm-hmm. element to where it's like if you're of asian descent you're more likely to be able to eat a large amount of rice and not gain weight with that that kind of concept
1: I think so because over the years over the decades and generations your body is adapting to digest that food more efficiently and put it to good use so when we come all of these different cultures come into one place You're being told, oh, the secret is to eat white rice or, oh, the secret is you just eat bread. Bread isn't that unhealthy or drink lots of red wine. You know, it's all these different cultures that have a history of specific cuisines based on their area. And we just have abundance in all of these areas coming together. And we're a very young country, too. So we haven't had time to adapt to. Our current diet, which also is highly processed
0: foods. That's true. Because that's kind of America doesn't really have a cuisine because we've always been financially successful. We've never had real financial hardship for a long period of time. You know, the the worst we've ever had was the Great Depression. It lasted like what, 20 years, tops? Like nothing that you've seen like with France and Italy and, and these places that have really developed food cultures. It always is coming from a place of deep, deep poverty and tragedy. And because America, in in America, we've just always had an abundance. It's like, why would I go and take the six hours to make a beef bouillon when I can go and just get a ribeye steak, a grass-fed ribeye steak for 10 bucks a pound? And so that's been the, I think the, the most of American's cuisine has just always been bigger and more. It's just more and bigger, more and bigger. And um, I think that that aspect of our culture might be part of the problem because at the end of the day, losing weight is very easy. It's you eat less calories than you burn and i know every one of these diets these fraudulent diets out there these you know keto diet paleo diet vegan diet all of these trendy pieces of crap they're all liars when they tell you oh calories don't matter it's a complete lie a calorie 100% is the distinguishing factor between weight loss and if if you want evidence of this go go look at the concentration camps in the soviet union if you don't feed people food, you starve to death. Go look at the photos of people from concentration camps. They are losing weight. They're skinny. They are losing weight because they aren't eating enough calories. That's that's it. We know we know that that's how weight loss works. Like it's it's not it's not a secret. It's not magic. And what it comes down to, I think, is that different foods make you feel different ways. They have different effects. So you have, you know, you, you have a high amount of sugar is going to make you eat more calories typically than if you ate a bunch of vegetables and meat, for example, because meat is high in protein and vegetables are low in calories. And so the concept of weight loss and health in general is fairly simple. You calculate how many calories you have, and then you eat less than that. And we also know that it's actually very easy to do that because if you just want to eat less calories, eat foods that are lower in calories and make you full and to make it even better. It's very easy to take those things and make them taste delicious. And so I think that that might be the one step, um, because what I see happen for myself is I fell into the calories aren't real because I read a book on health that told me that it was a four hour body. And then I read another book for the keto diet. I think it was bulletproof diet. Then I read another article about veganism. I've read articles about paleo and all of them across the board were telling me that calories don't matter and that um you can eat as much of these foods as you want and that um you should have a cheat day that was another aspect of a lot of these diets as well and it turns out those things do not work i can't tell you guys how to get fit and in shape yet cuz i'm not fit nor am i in shape but what i can tell you is that Cheat days literally almost killed me, I'd say. I, my health has been completely and totally destroyed by the concept of being told that calories don't matter and that you should have a cheat day. I can attribute at least 75 pounds of my weight gain to just those two concepts alone. And that's pretty crazy when you think about that. Like that if I don't fix that soon, that's going to take 20 years off of my life. From just not knowing those two things, because I heard those book the book tell us that. That's pretty crazy. That's pretty darn crazy to realize that that's how devastating and damaging this idea is. Because you can go and eat all keto food all day, and you will gain weight. I gained 20 pounds in a month on a keto diet, just eating keto food, a hundred percent keto, no cheating, nothing all within the rules of the diet. Uh, We did a MyFitnessPal. I was eating like 3,000 calories a day on keto. It's insane. Absolutely insane. So these diets are not magic. They don't solve any problem. All these diets work around, the concept that they work around, is that if you massively reduce any one food group, whether that be protein, fat, or carbs, you're cutting out an entire food group. So in theory, you'll eat less food it's the only thing that it works on and if you don't eat less food you will gain weight that's it it's that simple (laughs) and so uh and to make things even more bizarre um if you just count calories you can eat any food that you want and you will still lose weight as long as you eat less calories than you burn It, it there is no secret food that solves any of these problems and so i think that if from my perspective, when you, you pull out all this crap, um, you, you get down to the principles, you see all this layering of macros. It's your macro. It's micronutrition. It's, it's about probiotics. It's about uh, eating high carb, high fat, high protein. All these different things are just different ways of trying to get around the fact that true weight loss is very, very simple eat less calories than you burn and do that in a way that works best for you and design the way that that works best for you for example most people probably 80 to 90 percent of people if you eat one gram of protein for every pound you weigh you will lose weight why because protein makes you feel full so you eat less calories it's, a, it's about that simple if you just do that one thing You're likely to be able to follow a diet where you restrict your calories. So if you count your calories and you eat enough protein, you'll likely lose weight. That's what's worked for me. That's the only thing that's ever worked so far in my entire seven years of trying to diet, eating enough protein and then counting my calories. That's it. It's that simple. But then you have this aspect of the cheat day. And I was thinking about this cheat day concept here and what is it when you're, why would you have a cheat day when you're dieting? Cause the reason that you're dieting, you're trying to lose weight, right? Is because you want to lose weight. So why would you dedicate a day to resetting and damaging your progress? Wouldn't it make more sense to plan a day for losing more weight? Wouldn't it make more sense to have an anti-cheat day? And so that's something I've been experimenting with as well, which is I've had enough cheat days. I've had seven years of cheat days once a week. What if I just don't eat anything once a week? An anti-cheat day. Reduce my calories. And that seems to have had a profound effect that's taken my weight loss, not just from what I was losing with the protein, but it's actually taken it to a whole nother level where I'm losing more weight. I feel healthier. And it's extremely easy to do. And what's so interesting about that concept is that's been established by the Bible. That's been established by religion. That was how you monitored your weight back in the days. You're getting a little chunky. You just fasted. And it works because you're eating less calories. And it's a really easy diet, quote unquote, to follow because the, the diet is don't eat anything. Can I eat tacos? No. Can I eat broccoli? No. Can you? Can I have anything? Water. Oh, you can have some coffee too. Okay. <laughs> and so it's a very simple simple yeah. solution, very uh very easy to follow and very simple. And it and you know, you don't even have to count calories on a day that you're fasting because there's no calories. It's zero. There's nothing to count. And so this is a very practical tool that's come down to it. And so when you get down to the absolute core principles, all dieting revolves around is eating less calories than you burn. So calorie counting, eat enough protein. It's usually about one gram of protein for a pound of your body. And the third thing that seems to work is just eating less calories through regular fasting. So we know how to lose weight. It's very simple. That's all you need to know. So the question now comes is why don't people do that? Why is it still so hard? When the principles are so clear, when the concepts are so simple, it's such an easy thing to do. Why do people still fail? And that is where I think we need to get at with this dialectic here is when you lay it all out like that, it's very, very, it, it seems like the most stupid thing in the world. It's like, well, why aren't people who are fat like me just eating less food? Counting their calories, eating enough protein, and and fasting. What is it that stops the person from doing that? What is the actual hangups? Because it's not the process. It's not that this is some magic science. It's not that there's some secrets. It's not that there is some special protein powder shake, drink, magic mixture pill, diet combo, macro matchup. None of that stuff is real. Or if it is real, it's irrelevant to the concept of weight loss and health. So why is it so hard? What makes it so hard? Because I can tell you, when I eat enough protein, I can eat at a thousand calorie deficit every day and not feel hungry or tired. So it, it's doable from a from a material standpoint. But why do we still fail? What do you think, Opeeps?
1: For I Say Anything, Lando Landonimus Owl said, it makes a lot of sense, like we're still adapting to new diets. Also, it's really hard to cut out food you enjoy, which is why dieting is so hard.
0: Yeah, well, and that's, I think, uh, maybe that's what it is. I think it maybe it really does just tie back to this diet concept, because you don't have to give up any food to lose weight. You can literally drink Tang energy drink mix if you want to and lose weight. I know because I've tried it and it doesn't impact you as long as you count your calories. You can have cake. You can have cookies. You can have steak. You can have soup. You can have pea soup. You can have bread. You can have sandwich. You can have everything as long as you count your calories and make sure you have enough protein. If you have enough protein, you will be full regardless of whether you eat fat or carbs. It, it really does come down to that, that simple. And so maybe it, the problem is, is because diet has taught us, what is it when you think of diet, you think of restricting certain foods, right? And I think that's where we need to bring in this concept of the gastronomy, is it's not about limiting certain types of foods. It's about picking foods that allow you to have the food, the, the, the good experiences you want, the flavorful experiences you want, but also let us consider how this food impacts us as an individual. For example, maybe when you eat lobster, it makes you feel like crap. I love lobster. I think it's delicious. So I'm going to keep eating lobster. But some people, they might eat it and think it's disgusting or wrong or bad and, and make them feel like crap. So they don't need lobster. But when they eat rice, they feel full and they feel energized and feel good. So for that person, eating rice is the right play. And so I think that the we need to shift away from this concept of diet where it's, oh, I have to give up. Uh, I have to give up the big one right now in Western culture, which is funny because back in the day it was the opposite, is give up protein or give up um. Carbs. It's all about getting rid of carbs, right? The refined carbs. By the way, here's a picture of the food pyramid, which is a fraudulent um, claim that was put out by the U.S. government on how to eat a healthy diet, which is essentially an inverted pyramid of what you should be eating as your basic caloric needs. Pretty pretty insane, really, here. So they have bread at the bottom. You should be eating nine to 12 servings of white bleached bread. <laughs> absolutely insane. But you should instead be looking more towards how do I make this a good culinary experience? How do I enjoy my food and eat food that fills me up so that I'm not hungry? And from there, design the menu that works best for you based on the feeling that your food gives you. What is the experience internally? Do you feel healthy? Do you feel sick? Do you feel tired? These are the questions you can ask yourself with every food that you eat. And that can help you to start building out your personal gastronomy. Because it's not about giving up food. It's about eating less calories than you burn. It's not about a special magic diet. There isn't a magic diet that solves all your weight problems. I can see how like maybe from a crash diet perspective, you know, just pounding uh, eating 1200 calories a day from just protein shakes could work because protein makes you feel full and preserves muscle mass, but that's not a healthy way to lose a lot of weight. That's not healthy and it's not sustainable. So why it brings us back to that question. Is it just a lack of ignorance on that concept that people, when they think, what does weight loss mean? It means giving up what I love and exercising more. Is that the source of this problem in America, just that intellectual jump? Or is there something else underneath? What do you think?
1: I I don't think it's about the word diet. I think people try to make it about the word diet because there's been a big push recently against, like, the anti-diet culture eat intuitively so we've had a big pushback on that word diet but i feel like that's kind of a scapegoat for people focusing on words and how they make you feel you know i think the real problem is a combination of convenience um abundance and just self-control
0: well and to be clear what i'm saying it's i'm not saying the word itself is what's causing the problem i'm saying the concept of limiting your ability to eat certain types of food because it will somehow magically make you lose weight seems to be the underlining concept yeah. of diet is like the vegans say get rid of meat it's going to make you magically lose weight or keto says get rid of carbs it's going to make you magically lose weight and paleo says get rid of uh anything processed it's going to make you lose weight but it- it's not removing those things isn't going to make you lose weight eating less calories is going to make you lose weight is kind of the thing that I, I don't No,
1: i don't even know if that's like eliminating a food group is necessarily the problem because I see a lot of people just saying it's calories in calories out, which is what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, but there's still a problem with people losing weight. So I think the core problems is the abundance and availability, the convenience of just going out and picking something up just because we're bored or because we don't feel like cooking Mm -hmm. and also self-control because you don't really see such a massive weight problem in third world countries right where they have to work really hard and food isn't just massively available everywhere you turn
0: or france for that matter or japan which but they do have that convenience which is odd
1: Well, it also might just be a cultural thing, too. It's pretty much all one culture in those countries. Mm. And also, they tend to walk around more. They tend to ride bikes more because it's a smaller country. Things are closer together. So I think we can't narrow this down to just one factor. I think it's a multitude of factors.
0: Okay. Well, then what... And and to your point, we I remember what you were talking about in France. Remember, we were watching that French chef and that girl who spent a month in France as part of like an internship program and was explaining how they have a really strict food culture. Like, for example, it was she was socially yeah. shamed for snacking, like they would insult her and make fun of her and tell her she's going to get fat because she would eat snacks. And so there's this very strict, rigid Culturally ingrained <laughs> behaviors that seem to, in the French culture, that just predispose you to eating a lot less calories, eating much smaller portions of things and eating a higher quality, which is exactly what you would expect from a, a country that had to go through a lot of poverty. It's, you know, you you culturally ingrain eating less and eating higher quality because you can afford to have a chicken in your backyard, but you can't afford to have 20 chickens in your backyard. So you have to learn to limit your rewards. You know, you see a lot of these French dishes, they're literally just like an egg with cheese on them. And it's like, well, yeah. If you can only have a tiny Jersey cow and you know six to 12 chickens, that's, that's what you got. And most of the time you don't even have a cow. It's a community cow. And you all work from that. And that comes from poverty. So I see how that cultural framework can help. So, But that kind of brings us to the, the next step is how do we invent our own cultural framework here in America so that we can start to intuitively lose weight and that intuitive eating, by the way, that's a complete fraud, you know, and go ahead and intuitively eat and, and eat yourself, you know, two or 3000 calories over your required limit. You'll, you'll binge, you'll you eat tons of food. You'll, you could eat, you know, you can easily uh, eat 4,000 <laughs> calories of just cereal, steak, yep. Uh, pasta, come on! My
1: intuition tells me to eat a gallon of ice cream. Exactly, my like intuition tells day. me that I should have a
0: Ben and Jerry's ice cream, have some buca de pepo pasta. Come, I mean, yeah, intuitive eating.
1: Three pizzas. Yeah, and here's a hundred chicken nuggets.
0: And by the way, your intuition is designed <laughs> to tell you to eat more than you need because it's trying to prepare you to die from starving to death that's the point. (laughs) Like your intuition is saying, Whoa, we got all these calories. Holy crap. Let's stockpile before we die. And like, cause the winter could come and we'll all die, but we won't. Cause we ate all the food. Like that's your intuition. It's very foolish. But what I mean intuitively is I mean, like in the way that the French do, where it's like, of course, I'm not going to eat a snack. I'm not a pig. You know, it's like of course I'm not going to uh, eat an excessive amount of food. I'm going to plate my food in a small way because that looks classy. That's what classy people do. Classy people don't throw a 16 pound or a 16 ounce ribeye on a plate. They they take a three ounce or four ounce piece of meat and they have it designed well with with vegetable base and a sauce and so on and so forth. Um, that that's the French culture. So what do we need to do for a a universalization or because here's the problem you can't make a solution for everybody but what you can do is extract out the key principles that work and then let people paint their own gastronomies with those principles as long as the principles stay the same then you won't lose then you'll lose weight essentially and so I know one of those is the calories in, calories out. And then the second one does appear to be maintaining the right amount of protein intake. It, it, it roughly breaks down to one gram per pound of body fat. You can eat less. You can eat a little bit more. But in general, protein regulations is important because if you don't while you're losing weight you will lose muscle mass as well uh, a lot of muscle mass and most importantly protein is what allows you to eat at a deficit without feeling hungry and so that I think is the big key is cuz most people it's like well why don't I diet oh well I'm going to be hungry well that's not true you don't have to be hungry to lose weight you can just up your protein and eat less calories and so you can turn off hunger with protein so yeah with those principles in play, what is the, the core foundation then? Because like, I know those principles. What is it that's going to prevent me from succeeding? Hopefully I do succeed and I keep going forward. But what is it? Because I'm sure I'm not the first person who's been a fat person who figured out calories in, calories out, eat more protein. Um, and I'm sure I, a lot of people have figured that out and still managed to be fat and not lose weight. So what is there something else there? that might be going on?
1: Um, not sure. I mean, that's good guidelines to follow, get enough protein and track your calories. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, um, I don't really don't know. I think fasting is an important thing that we kind of lost in our own culture. Mm. Cause al- around the same time, this scam of a food pyramid came out they said three meals a day, you have to eat breakfast. You have to have three meals a day. Mm -hmm. And that's not really what our culture was before then. And after this pyramid came out and the three meals a day came out, I mean, all of the health statistics show that our health as a country just plummeted.
0: Really? Wow. So that's crazy Yeah. because I know from studying the (laughs) fasting stuff, it was saying that your body actually needs to fast, like it has to have time to digest yes. and process, and uh, it actually turns on this like weird. Your body has like this cleanup mode that only activates when there isn't food in your body being digested, and like it kills like damaged cells, and it and it like can prevent cancer. There's a lot of health benefits. It's not just weight loss, but your body basically goes and says, ah, what's all the trash that's laying around here. That cell looks a little damaged. Let's eat that and use it for energy while we wait, that kind of thing. And I guess, and, and so then when they come in with this three meals a day propaganda, you're right. You, your body never has a chance to actually digest any of that food. I guess if you followed it to a T though, cause isn't part of the rule it's like, don't eat after eight. Um, I'm not sure. That
1: was like one of the rules.
0: Yeah, because like if it's don't eat after eight, you know, you go eight o'clock to say waking up at nine the next day for breakfast. That's still that's a twelve hours of fasting, so that probably does get you a bit of a, uh, some sort of an effect, I would imagine, right?
1: Yeah, probably, but it's kind of like sleep. Your body needs longer periods of set out for you to sleep so that it can repair and do all of its stuff that it does while you sleep. It's mm. the same thing with our stomachs and our body there is we need a break from digesting food so that we can work on repairing the whole system.
0: Okay. Well, int- I, I wonder. Maybe
1: another factor that I just thought of, because mm-hmm. I was thinking of sauerkraut um, is fermented foods. We've had refrigeration. That's a relatively new thing that we have. So we oh. don't have, as much need to ferment the foods and preserve them and fermentation brings in a lot of healthy bacteria that really helps our body in digestion and absorbing nutrients and all of that stuff too
0: interesting would and be- also
1: if you look at other cultures they still have a heavy emphasis on eating fermented foods every day like koreans eat kimchi, kimchi. and a whole bunch of other fermented foods too and the germans have sauerkraut and just all these other cultures still have their prevalent fermented foods that they eat.
0: I, I think that there's value in that, but I also, I think you would, because part of you has to say, is it because the, the kimchi is fermented that it helps with weight loss? Or is it the fact that you're eating half of a cabbage, which is like 25 calories, also a very spicy flavorable cabbage as well with every meal or even one or two meals, that's probably going to massively reduce your calories because it just makes you feel full because it's a low calorie filling food. Because I feel like if it was a fermented thing where it was like, oh, if you just had enough fermented foods, it would help you with weight loss or health. I I think I feel like just from the kombucha production alone, you'd be watching like, whoa, these people are dropping weight like like it's nobody's business. I mean, we have billions of bottles of this stuff being pumped out now. I feel like you probably would have noticed a trend where, like, the American weight dropped forty five pounds since uh, everyone started consuming kombucha or something like that. You know, maybe. Interesting. So I think that that's, I think that's as far as I can get the dialectic right now. Is it seems to be that the principles themselves are very simple but I can't seem to devise why it's so hard to follow such simple, easy rules, because there's no physical, material reason for not following these rules. There is nothing like, it's not like exercise, where with exercise, it's like, no, this literally, it hurts, It it's painful, it's not fun, it doesn't produce results right away, it's just an overall sucks. I can see a lot of arguments against exercise. What I don't see really any argument for is like it is difficult and a painful experience to eat less calories every day, assuming you eat enough protein and count your calories like it really isn't hard. (laughs) It's not a difficult thing. It's difficult. I'll give you this. It's difficult to get enough protein until you get used to it. That takes some time. I could see that where it's like, oh, wow, there's this much fat in an egg? I didn't know that. I guess I'm going to have to have egg whites. And, oh, whoa, a ribeye is a lot of protein, but it's also a ton of fat. So I can't even get close to my protein goals with this kind of stuff. And so you eat more chicken breast and, and things like that. But once you get past that learning curve, like it's not physically difficult to eat chicken and feel so full that you can have a 500 calorie deficit. That, that's pretty, that's fairly easy to do.
1: I think at that point, it crosses over into a mental challenge and kind of a food addiction challenge. Because sugar is highly addictive. Okay. Sugar and fat in combination like you always say how starbucks has figured out that perfect oh yes of yes sugar to fat uh-huh so it's highly addictive to people so i think if people can really buckle down for three four weeks i think it would be a lot easier for them to eat healthy um in a longer term and like I... talking longer term and what does because it mean by addictive keto,
0: too because like addicted, like if I uh, and I do, I fast for a whole day. I don't get the shakes. I don't. I don't feel like oh, I need sugar. I need food. I I need to eat candy. And I never get any response like that. There's nothing to where I feel like the way I've seen people with cigarettes, where it's like oh, I got to get a cigarette, and they're always thinking about their cigarettes. And oh, when am I gonna get another? When they're trying to quit. I don't have any experience like that whatsoever with food. There's never been a time where I stopped eating a certain type of food and all of a sudden I started like feeling, you know, shaky and I got to have it. That kind of thing.
1: I definitely do. Interesting. Uh, Especially when we did keto and slow carb as well. Um, When we were doing keto, first of all, getting into ketosis is, oh my gosh, terrible experience. Oh, yeah.
0: It's like having food poisoning.
1: Yeah, first 2 weeks for me. It lasted 2 weeks of just shaky, fatigue, feeling nauseous. Sick.
0: 2 weeks feels like crap, it but the first terrible. Two, the first 2 days, especially when you and I tried to do the bulletproof one where it was basically just drinking butter coffee for 2 days, that oh one gosh. I I literally felt like we if it had gotten worse, we probably would have ended up in a hospital. Like it was so bad to be cuz his uh, quote-unquote diet, highly don't recommend Bulletproof Diet, by the way. Absolutely horrendous. Uh, probably one of the worst decisions I ever made for my health was listening to his book. And it is disgusting, some of the stuff that he promotes in there. For example, this quote-unquote rapid weight loss diet to get you into keto quick is a uh, you know two- to five-day protocol, but do it as long as you want, where you drink literally – Butter and coffee together, blended together, and that's it. That's your only two source tablespoons food. of butter, two tablespoons of butter, and then two tablespoons of MCT oil. So four, essentially which four is like tablespoons coconut of butter. oil. Yeah.
1: So four hundred calories of fat.
0: And you drink like as much as you wanted that a day, which was like two. Mm-hmm. And on the second one, you literally feel like you get food poisoning. It's it's mm-hmm. that bad. And, um, I mean, I did two days of that before I was like, absolutely not. I'm just going to follow the regular diet from Bulletproof. And the regular diet is a little less, but you still feel like crap for like two weeks and then you kind of get used to it. But the whole point of the keto diet is if you eat a bunch of fat, it's supposed to reduce your desire to eat. And that does happen in some people, but it's, it's not a everybody, And it's certainly not required to produce your calories. I find it significantly easier to eat less calories um, by just eating protein. It's, It's way more effective.
1: Yeah. Keto was really effective and really easy for me to follow after the first two weeks. However, you have to meticulously track your macros and make sure you don't eat too much carbs and too much protein. and that to me was just too much because you like track your food for the day and then you come up short on your fat and if you come up short on your fat your body gets out of ketosis so you just have to like down a tablespoon of butter or take a shot of olive oil and that to me was just too much and why I don't recommend keto and will never do keto again
0: yeah um I, the only reason I can oh. even see doing a diet like know is like I've heard that there are certain cancers that need sugar to live. And so it's almost like a... a or carbs. Yeah, carbs, sugar. Um, it's almost like a culinary culinary chemo is more or less. Yeah. yeah, Where you're like, you're putting your body into the state where you're not giving the cancer cells, the the sugar and carbs that they need to eat. But I mean, that's an extreme. And then there's also the benefit to seizures for some people who don't have to take seizure medication. Yeah. So, I mean, I could see those (laughs) rare instances where the keto diet makes sense, or even in like a position where Uh, like for example a bodybuilder where he's trying to get from five percent to three percent body fat where you're doing these extremes of of health then it might make sense where it's like oh i want to make sure my body is burning the fat and not my muscle because that would intuitively be where it would start going when you're at five percent body fat it's not going to go for your belly fat it's going to go for your muscles because they're where more of them they're more abundant but Outside of those rare exceptions, I don't really see a place for it. It doesn't really make sense to me.
1: Yeah. Um, So to get back to the sugar being addictive, I have a far bigger sweet tooth than Tyler. So I eat way more sugar than he does. And this was especially true when I met him and before I had met him. Um. So I was highly addicted to sugar. And when I gave that up for slow carb, that was the first diet we ever did together was the slow carb diet. And that first week was terrible. It felt like I was going through withdrawals and like coming off of a hard drug, how they wow. always say you get sweaty, you get massive migraines, you just have no energy, you get a fever, like the shakes. I went through all of that when I cut out sugar for the first time. Since then, it hasn't been as bad, um, especially when we did our fasting. After the first few days, it was kind of fine. But when I first got off sugar, that was terrible for me. So I that really opened my eyes to, yes, sugar is addicting, and it, it, is, it is a drug that you go through withdrawals giving up I haven't had as bad of withdrawals since I first gave it up because I haven't consumed as much sugar as I used to. But still, it's, it is highly addicting. And <laughs> when I don't eat it for like a few days, I do crave it a lot and I do think about it a lot. And for me personally, everyone is different and everyone has whatever system works best for them. My own personal system is not to have a single taste of anything that i like because if i have it's that whole chip thing like i bet you can't just have one if i have a chip i'm eating the rest of the bag like i have (laughs) no self-control after i take that first step so for me it's better to just not engage at all
0: interesting and well and that's kind of I guess in that sense, I wonder if that for people like you, if that makes sense to do these restriction diets like the slow carb diet is a fantastic diet for weight loss because it's like eat protein, eat lots of protein, eat vegetables that have protein like beans and then eat vegetables that are low in calories and then eat meat. And it's like and don't eat carbs. It's like if you do that. Yeah. If you're eating 300 grams of protein a day of course you're not going to eat any excess calories but the problem with cheat with the the slow carb diet is it advocates for that cheat day. So you go in yeah. and sure you ate fifteen hundred calories a day, and your maintenance is two thousand. So you had a five hundred calorie deficit, and then a cheat day comes around, and you eat six six thousand, probably not that much, but four or five thousand calories. Close to it. Yeah, you could eat four or five thousand calories in a day, especially if you're doing breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You know, you go and you have a a, bre- a breakfast cheat day a a cheat day lunch and a tea day day, easily 1500 calories at each of those settings i mean that's not especially if you're having fast food that's not even hard to do you know 1500 calories is like what big mac fries and a coke yep or sickening syrup so we'll we'll swap it out what do they own uh, sweet tea, sweet tea. There we go. Get some sweet tea there. But yeah, you get, I mean, that's 1500 calories. It's, it's not that hard to do at all. And so I think that maybe slow carb is a fantastic solution. As long as you get rid of the cheat day. I wonder if you could actually cancel out a cheat day with a fasting day. Like what if you had a cheat day and then you also fasted, would those, I wonder if you calorically could even it out. That would be a good question. A good I think experiment. you
1: could. I think you definitely could. I think you could, but do you,
0: but should you? Because, again, you're trying to lose I weight, right? You're, you're trying to yeah. lose weight. So why would you want to – I feel like psychologically that really sets you back. But here's the deal. If you're doing slow carb, you're limiting your choices. So you want that cheat day because you gave up all these things. So now you didn't have to give it up. But if you do a true diet, which is – or a true gastronomy, I should say – You're able to eat what you want when you want to, as long as it's within your calories and you eat enough protein. So Mm -hmm. I I wonder Mm -hmm. if maybe that's it. It it seems like the psychology is in the wrong place with the cheat day because it's assuming you're eliminating things that you want. And Mm -hmm. why when you could just eat whatever you want all the time as long as you count your calories? Mm -hmm. Maybe that's the the way out.
1: Yeah. But also everyone is so different. Everyone has different cravings. Everyone acts differently. Cause some people, like you said, when you would tell me that you cheat, you said like, Oh, I had like a spoonful of hot chocolate powder, whatever. If I were to do that, I would eat the whole container of hot chocolate powder. Oh, are you talking
0: about my, are you talking about my keto (laughs) trick of, so I had an amazing trick for staying in keto when I, whenever I wanted anything sweet, I would take like a drop of honey and I would put it on my finger and then I would just go, Oh, this is sweet and delicious. And that was it. And so it'd be like five calories or one carb of uh, one carb of, of honey. And then I would go and and be, and be done with it. That, So
1: for you, that satisfies you. You're like, oh, sweet. I got the sweetness that I was craving. For me, if I even have a taste of the honey, like it's all downhill from there. I'm not stopping until that honey has gone. So for me, it's easier to just not have any honey at all, not get that taste in my mouth. And just it's easier to control myself that way than it is to have a taste of it and then stop.
0: Yeah, Landonymous Al actually mentioned that here in the comments, where he was saying, yes, um, he was saying it, it's crazy because everyone's different. You know, some people, you know, they drink that butter coffee and they think it's delicious, and other people drink it and it makes them sick, like us, for example. And so it seems like that that's kind of what's popping up here with you as well, where it's like, for you, cutting out that kind of food is a good strategy. But what if it was something along the lines of it's like you ate your chicken breast, you ate your veggies. And then at the end of the night, you had a key lime pie or a pumpkin pie. You could still account for that in your calories, but is that something that would set you off to eat lots of pumpkin pie?
1: Yes. So okay. I could account for all of my calories. And then at the end of the day, if I have a slice and there's more available, my brain is just always thinking, hey, there's more in there. Like, even hey, if, just grab one more slice.
0: Even if you like... Is there an amount where you say this is enough? Like even
1: if I'm completely full, like sickeningly full from protein or whatever, Mm -hmm. it's like I have another stomach for sweets. So anything sweet, I will go off the deep end. So it's better for me to just not have any of it at all.
0: Interesting. Because it
1: almost like resets my hunger if I have something sweet.
0: I know that that's for sure, because they use that for food eating competitions, where if you're eating a salty food, the people will then go and have like a chocolate milkshake that's super sweet so that they can reset their hunger gauge.
1: Yeah, for me, that's a reset of my hunger gauge. And if there's more ice cream in that jug, I'm going back for it.
0: Interesting. Okay, well... I think that's it, right? I think that's a good, for the digital dialectic, I think that that's some good progress we've made forward on this question. So I'm going to be working on this for myself because I really would like to improve my health. And I have finally after many years, started to see some progress here. So I want to um, keep sticking with that. So I'm going to be studying that more and uh, applying it more. I think that's the big key here is is trying to live it out and see if we can get some results. So um, I think the takeaways here is it seems like we still need to identify the psychological elements at play because the principles themselves do seem pretty solid. It does seem like the, the way to achieve health is very straightforward. And really all that's lacking at this point is just figuring out what is it, the psychological motivations behind it that are preventing people. Cause on paper, it seems like it'd be the easiest thing in the world. It's like eat whatever you want, just eat the right amount and do that consistently. And you will achieve a longer, healthier life. What? Why is it that difficult? And it's such a great ROI, too, when you think about the health benefits and the savings in, in yeah. medical procedures. It, it's across the board. It's a fantastic return on investment. So what is it that prevents that from happening? And then how do we work knowing those facts? How do we use them to our advantage? I think that's the next steps.
1: Yeah. I love this topic. I could talk about this all day.
0: Woo! Well, that's the digital dialectic. I love having these topics. I like bringing them to you guys. And again, that's what this is about. This is a long form show for you guys where um, you know we throw rocks at the enemies, these idols that are held up in businesses. We expose, we're TMZ of business. And all without that, we're giving you topics that are about building, growing, and creating the beautiful, the good, and the true, living a good life so that you walk away with propaganda that makes you better, not worse. Worse, which is the current model of today's society. So thank you for joining us in this dialectic of the digital dialectic on gastronomy, health, and diet. We're gonna go ahead and move on to our next section here. Boo, 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 boo. How are we doing in chat? Oh Doing
1: well. Could you
0: update the uh thing for me? Yes, sir. Sweet. And uh how are you doing? How are you doing? Wow. I'm oh, doing good. It's already six o'clock. Oh boy. Man. That's wild. I don't know, because I have two. Well, the sa- the last segment's quite short, but this segment's going to be long. Let's do it. What do you think? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get into Greece. Woo! All right. Let's get into Greece, boys and girls. Oh, no. Oh, we're going to be doing another segment of Ally or Enemy. Today, we're looking into Greece. Um, Greece, in his latest video here, he's one of our enemies of the stream, has decided to give us financial and investment advice plus life coaching so we're gonna be learning from the broke loser that has nothing going for him on how to invest our finances and he's gonna give us advice on how to live our lives so we're gonna go ahead and take a look at mr uh mr grease here and see how he is doing let's get his stream set up here uh, where are you? Grease. There's Greece. With Mailton's Creative, uh, If you smart. want to go ahead and leave your uh, feedback over here for the sunny side is the name of his channel here. The sunny side with his 74,000 subs managed to garner 429 views. We're going to give him the good old thumbs down here. Uh, the type of the title of his video is live tarot reading and mini astrology readings. So let's go ahead and get past this right, so ad here. Into your website. Get beautiful designs. Get out of <laughs> here. He's monetized too, by the way. Can you believe that he's Ew. monetized? Sickening, sickening, man. So let's see what Greece has to say. Did you go forward too much, or is this, this is the right spot? This
1: is the first one.
0: All right, sweet. So we start off this uh this stream here. Go back on with a big change again his backdrop has changed yet again he has made another update so you guys know every time we would review him we criticize his uh cgi background uh previously he was inside of a tank uh, a fish tank and then um, he updated that to what appeared to be a normal room, but it was actually a green screen. And now he, has, we made fun of that backdrop where it was, I'm sorry, he updated to a city skyline like he was in a big apartment when he wasn't. And then he is now updated once again after we criticized that to another backdrop, which is this pathetic, disgraceful, backdrop that you see in front of you now, but another change that we've noticed here as we criticized him for wearing a hat to cover his receding hairline he's clearly a balding man in his late 70s and he would wear a baseball cap and a beanie to cover this up well now he has removed his beanie because of our criticism so we've gotten him to strip his beanie off exposing his decaying scalp on the top of his head here and Ew. you can uh, see that right here on line, this greasy greasy boy is lacking significant amounts of hair. He is uh, becoming a bit patchy over here.
1: I think he's balding because look at his hair. He clearly doesn't take care of it.
0: Oh, oh, clearly balding. Now, um, this professional production. Now, today has been a rocky show for us, I would say. Um, and We've had maybe, what, one or two technical issues here with the timeline and, and the content transitions are a little bit slower than usual because we're adapting to this new show. Um, I want you to... So you're sitting here and you're saying, Tyler, I'm criticizing this show. I have found that you have flaws in your show and what i want you to do is just sit here and we're gonna let this go in the background here um and realize what your options are people because you could go and you can watch the greatest show in the entire world which is the ask wizard show this is a place where we do what no one else is doing we are calling out the lies and deception and evil shut up sonny shut up you don't you get quiet might My- filthy animal anyway i've lowered him down and we cover business topics, in-depth business topics. We expose things that these advertising companies are doing. We look into the tragedies of various streamers. And all throughout that, we're giving you practical life advice that's going to improve your life. This is the best pro- programming and propaganda that you can plug your brain into. We s- unplug you from the matrix that is pumping you with politics and lies and evil and ads and we plug you in to build grow and create the beautiful the good and the true the best show on the internet now your options outside of that is things like sunny here now while i've been talking to you about how great we are and running an ad for my own stream right here we are a minute and 39 seconds into his video and he is still messing with the settings of his computer He is messing with the camera. He is messing with the audio. He is currently live. And he is running his show. So this is what you could have for your show is this. This guy doing this for you into a live cam for two minutes straight. This is how his show starts. He's still going. Let's come back here. We're at two minutes, Mark. This goes on for three minutes and 30 seconds straight right here three minutes and 17 seconds here 324 maybe 330 three minutes and 32 seconds at this point he is fiddling around with his audio and video and still hasn't even gotten the show up this is your options this is what you're getting people so if you have any problems with this show and it being a secret invite only show where you are meeting some of the greatest people in the world called the owls and getting the best information on the internet if you have complaints you're always welcome to go visit Greece over at the sunny side and let me know if he's providing any good content for you there he can't get his camera working he can't get his audio set up he is absolutely a mess I don't
2: know <laughs> maybe it was uh, blocked or something I
1: didn't see this is disgraceful
0: disgraceful I like <laughs> it very good very good up. any questions anybody anybody having an interest anybody? anybody anybody have any questions please please and
2: it's still still broken problems. it's causing problems for me
0: oh that's good to hear oh right I'm happy to hear that Greece's life is still awful his life is falling to pieces and it's continuing to get worse I really love hearing about Greece. His life becoming worse. I love celebrating his failures. It makes me so happy to listen to this. Listen to this great news.
2: Mercury's still retrograde and it's still causing problems. It's causing problems for me.
0: Listen to that delusional freak. He's sitting here like, no, 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 no. My life is falling to pieces, and it's not because of the choices I make, it's because the position of the stars. The stars are why my life is bad. I don't have to take responsibility for my own actions. I can pretend the stars are the reason for my actions. Then I don't have to be held accountable for anything. It's absolutely disgusting. What a vile, pathetic, weak, wormy way of viewing the world. That's such a pathetic loser victim mentality to think that the stars are what controls the quality and effects of your life and not your own actions. What a disgusting vile philosophy to spit out into the world what a vile vile human being but we're going to find out a new fact about this grease ball here he actually uh, has something really interesting to tell us it's
2: okay it's okay it's okay i'll go for a run tomorrow and uh you know i'll be fine I'll be fine. in a week i'll be fine you just have to tough it out for a week
0: are you gonna tell us come on grace come on speak
2: that? Well, for me, Mercury retrogrades. It's, it's, yeah, I know Alexis. I really picked out on the ice
0: cream, man. Yeah, we get it. You're a pig that stuffs ice cream in your face. Great job. No one cares. What in the world? Okay. Well, Grease didn't tell us this, but I (laughs) guess he's not going to tell us the truth. He's hiding it. He's a censoring liar. He actually has a pet turtle. So uh, apparently, uh, Grease actually does care for a look, living creature just like disp- the weird ones but you know he, he's got one i look
2: like my little turtle there we turtle. go
0: let's listen to him describe his turtle
2: gross, man i'm gro- oh, much ice cream and then i ate two bags of popcorn
0: okay so he stuffs his faith with a bunch of ice cream and popcorn
2: i feel gross man
0: he feels gross well that's because you are gross you grease stain
2: i'm growing my tox maximus i look like this
0: He's so sick. He's so sick. I hate him so much. He's so gross. (laughs) Oh, God. What? Your turtle's belly is hanging out of its shell? What did you do to your turtle, dude? He's a turtle abuser. What in the world? That's not how turtles work. And, I mean, honestly, is the turtle his sister? Because, like... He looks like a turtle. <laughs> he looks like he's a turtle. So I'm assuming that the turtle is like his relative right here. Oh my gosh. Now, this green screen that he's got set up here uh, for this backdrop, which which is clearly fake, is kind of sad when you think about it because it reminds me of what like a homeless person on a park bench imagines a rich person's room is like you know like a rich person sits there and he's like oh if i was a billionaire what i would have is a big old skylight and there would be art on the walls and and it would be modern it's like it's the deluded fantasies of a broke low class person who's never been a financial success in their life never will be a financial success in their life and is just dreaming of what he wants to LARP as a rich person it's nothing like what an actual rich person's life would be like and so that's why I think he chose this backdrop specifically is this is his magical fantasy world of what a rich person is and he thinks this is very compelling and convincing to other people when in reality you know it's an embarrassment but it's very telling the backdrops that he picks because this is a financial failure this is someone who has been unsuccessful at pretty much everything he's ever attempted to do and it's just a trail of tears where you look at his project after failed project after failed project he tried to write a diet book He tried to tell people their their lives based on the stars. He gets less than 500 views on his videos. He tries to lie and say that he was famous on TV, but all of the records of everything that was ever on TV were removed. So his whole life is just this facade that he puts on, this character trying to convince people he's successful and rich rather than just accepting hey dude there's 400 people who show up to your stream why don't you just hang out with them and have fun and be okay with that's pretty cool that's really cool 400 people coming and meeting up with you that's awesome you don't need to be famous you don't have to have a big reach you don't need to have a big audience just you got 400 friends that's awesome That's really, really cool, but he can't. He has to lie. He has to scheme. He has to steal because it's not enough to have 400 people who like him. It has to be more. He has to figure out a way to greedily, grudgily rip off more people. Now, he is about to retrograde into his psychological trauma, which I'm assuming is child abuse here, because he is going to revert into a childlike state when he is called out for his fat behaviors. (laughs) uh, So he's trying to own up to it and be like, oh, man, I ate a bunch of food and saying, oh, it's okay." But then the chat is going to then criticize him for it and he's going to get really personally attacked and he's going to revert into a childlike state
2: it's okay it's okay I'll go for a run tomorrow and I'll you know I'll be fine I'll be fine in a week I'll be fine you just have to tough it out for a week what was that well for me Mercury retrogrades it's it's yeah I know Alex. I really picked out on the ice cream man
0: so he gets called out by his chat
2: so I, I was pretty good last time. Last uh, for my parents' anniversary, I was really good. I did see
0: he. So now he's switching into this childlike. Thing. But but I I did pick out. But but last time I was really good. And 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 when I had I had ice cream, I said no, I'm not gonna have the ice cream. It's not good. Watch this. It's so freaky.
2: And really, I only had ice cream cake that one night, and then I didn't eat any of it afterwards and i really like it so i was really disciplined i didn't
0: i didn't eat any of the ice cream cake i always i i really really liked the cake but i didn't have any of the cake i didn't i didn't i was very good boy i was a good boy
2: this new one i kind of hoovered down the ice cream it was different and so that's all right whatever it this i'll get it back and
0: then he's like back from this childlike state it's very creepy he shifts into this like this this child victimy uh, apologetic persona when he's apologizing to his audience, it's a very strange and unnatural relationship he has here. Kind of freaks you out. It, it, that, it very comes off as very creepy vibes. What do you think?
1: Creepy. Everything about him creeps me out.
0: He is. He's a very nasty. He's just nasty a person.
1: giant red
0: flag. Everything about him is just like all the things that you say, avoid men like this. It's like, this is it. He is the textbook. He is. He's the embodiment of a red flag. You're right.
1: Yeah. He, he doesn't even have to speak. Just looking at him in this freeze frame, the slouched shoulders, the creepy eyes the slicked back greasy never washed hair with a receding hairline
0: the fake background Um, because he what shame is he hiding behind this green that's
1: what i'm wondering and it's kind of sad to me because if you look at this background it's like nothing special. Exactly. It's not like what a rich person would have, so what is he really hiding? His biggest What his, is his real background?
0: If this is the representation of his biggest dreams, in his wildest dreams, a average home Is considered the the biggest high life. What is the shameful embarrassment that he has to cover up with a green screen? What filthy one-bedroom apartment in the middle of Chicago filled with bags and trash and cans and nasty things are just lying around on Uh, the ground that he has to cover them up with a green screen?
1: with. A green screen that just shows a clean room with a single painting on the wall.
0: A very bad tacky painting, too. Not even a good yeah. one. Very, very disgusting. Very and he's trying. Painting. He's obviously trying to play it off like this is his home. So he wants us to think that he, this is his place when it's not. He's a liar. He's a fraud. That's why he does this. And it just makes you wonder. What is hiding behind all this lies? What? Is it, what is it What is it that he's covering up? Because remember, this is the same guy who's going to be giving us financial advice and health advice. Yeah.
2: I'll jog it off. It'll, I'll be fine in a week. Well, you know, 3,500. I look at it like this. 3,500 calories is a pound. And so between the two days, I might have had about 3,500 calories. So that's about a pound of
0: That's not how calories work. What? So you just think your net you net burns zero calories. You think grease, you think that you just are zero like your base med- metabolism to just stay alive is zero. I'm a fat guy and I know this grease. I know that I burn more than zero calories. He literally thinks that like he has this cartoonish idea that if he eats 3500 calories that it just goes bloop and turns into fat. He thinks that it just turns into fat. <laughs> what, what, what do you think? Oh. Blinking, breathing, moving. Do you think these things require no energy? Well, I guess what you Thinking. think about it... He's a very stupid person though. So he doesn't do very much thinking and the brain does use the majority of your calories. So maybe for him, 200 calories a day is all his caloric needs are because he's so stupid and his brain is so dysfunctional that it's just not really a high caloric load. That could be what's going on here. So maybe, maybe that's my mistake, but it really does worry me when you see someone who's this fixated on their health. I mean, think about this. Listen to the details he's giving here. Fat,
2: maybe two, a little bit more, like one and a half pounds. But I do, uh, I either jog or ride the bike every day, so I'm not overly stressed out about it. Adding the popcorns, another 600 calories. So that's puts a puts a little bit of calories into the system, but I'll burn it off. It's not really a big deal. <laughs> and so the important thing is, but that's how I look at it. So. You know, I got to reduce the calories a little, you know, I'll be going easy on some of the snacks and I'm countering all of that with, uh, I started eating tons of
0: apples. So, oh, he's eating tons of apples guys. So everything's going to be okay. Um, that being said,
1: <laughs> s- <laughs> the real secret comes out, <laughs>
0: Apples. we need apples. Absolutely absurd. But what really worries me, uh, this is genuinely, genuinely worries me is If he fixates this much on his calories and his exercise and his diet to the point where eating a little bit of popcorn and ice cream is enough to derail his podcast for minutes to tell us about how he's going to plan to fix that problem, is there even a point? Is there even a point to try and be healthy? Because look at the results he's gotten. He is (laughs) brain dead. He's balding. He looks like he's in his late Eighties. He's this scrawny, gross, greasy mess. Is there a purpose to trying to eat healthy if this is the results? He's clearly putting in a lot of effort into his weight. Why does he look so disgusting and so unhealthy? And if this is the results of all that hard work, what's the point? What is the point if this is what you're going to get from it? There's no reason he's trying everything he's putting in all his effort and his best effort is a disgusting, greasy, dilapidated, balding old man in a green screened room with a fake backdrop because he's so ashamed of where he lives. Like, why? Why even try if this is the end result? This is the kind of thing that you walk away from from watching Greece. You watch Greece and you say to yourself, man. I feel hopeless in my weight quest because look at the results that you get from trying so hard. It's very, very disheartening. But I also think that there's a Schroedenfad to it as well where you're looking at it and you're saying, well, look how horrible this guy's life is. I'm glad my life isn't anything like this. And for me, Greece brings me a lot of joy and happiness because I sit here and I think, wow, look how horrible and pathetic my life could be if I made a bunch of really stupid mistakes all the time, constantly. This is what my life could be. So it's a blessing that I'm not like Grease here. Now, why don't we hop along And uh, take a look at how broken and defeated Greece appears to be. Because as you guys know, we've set our eye upon Greece a while ago. And slowly but surely, he's been descending into complete and total destruction. Ever since the eye has been laid upon him, he has said his life has become a mess. Major problems are coming up in his life. He is uh, chaos, destruction. And this is going to continue because he is a man on a path for complete and total obliteration because he chooses to make bad choices every single day i can spot a person making 150 bad choices a day per stream and i can extrapolate out the long-term consequences of his actions and so he's going to reveal a little bit of his emotional state here
2: or you can put it in the um paypal or you can use paypal link in the description box below
0: listen and
2: just make sure you tell me your birth information including birth time and city. If you just, have it. just
0: put it in, just, just put your PayPal information in and, you know, include your birth date, please. That'd be really helpful. Thanks.
2: You've been super emotional. I believe that. It's, I believe that, but you know what? This is going to be an interesting week. The, maybe, um, I know.
0: So he's, he, I mean, can you can you think of a more broken sounding man than this guy? My word, this is and by the way, this isn't like four hours into his stream. He's tired, he's been working. This is seven minutes in. This is seven minutes in to the stream, and he's this broken and downtrodden. interesting week. the maybe um, I know
2: investments are going to go sideways for a while.
0: Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on a second. So he went from being depressed and sad to now what I'm assuming he's a registered financial advisor since he's giving financial advice, because if he wasn't, that would be a federal crime, Greece. So I sure hope you're not going to tell us what you think financial markets are going to be doing. Let's find out if if uh, Grease here is going to commit fraud. Publicly, by the way. This is not a private video. He is publicly committing acts of fraud if he's choosing to give financial advice.
2: All the um, cryptocurrencies are going to trade sideways to sideways down in the next little bit.
0: Okay, so he's letting you know definitively, not his opinion. He's definitively telling you that financial markets and that cryptocurrencies are all going to be going sideways and down in the future. That's the advice he's giving you. And then there's going to be a
2: big financial, what the hell is going to happen to the world in the next couple of days, you know, maybe.
0: Okay, so he's telling, he's telling people financial advice, guys, cryptocurrency and the stock market are going to go down. And in the next couple of days, there's going to be a massive decrease in the market. This is outright fraud. This is 100% illegal. You can't do this. How does he get away with committing complete and total fraud? How has no one reported him for this? This is disturbing. He's telling people things that could destroy their lives. Imagine some gullible fool comes across this video, he claims he's in a uh, in a house of, like, you know, lower middle class house, and he claims to have magic star powers that tell him the truth, right? So what if some older lady comes and says, oh, the star man told me that our stocks are going to go down. And so she goes and sells all her stocks, and now she's lost her life savings because Greece told her it was all going to collapse, this is a hundred percent possible, absolutely. Yeah. And this is downright evil. This is dark, dark stuff that this guy's doing. Monday or Tuesday.
1: And I don't see any disclaimers either.
0: No disclaimers at all. There's no. This is a act. This is a show. There's no. Uh, look at. I uh, open it up here. No. This is entertainment purposes only. None of this is in here. This is all absurd. Him. Lying to your face, not telling the truth, not telling you he's playing a character. He's literally giving you financial advice that could ruin your life, and doing it off the cuff of his, uh, off the cuff, just telling people, "Hey, guy." Imagine if Warren Buffett was like, "Hey, guys, just so you know, next week, uh, in a couple of days, there's going to be a massive stock drop. The entire market's going to collapse." So, um, just wanted to let you know, he, he'd be sued he'd be sued out of existence. It's absolutely, absolutely fraud.
2: Thursday is going to be a big what the hell's going on.
0: He's literally giving dates. He's saying on Thursday, the market is going to collapse.
2: And probably Thursday, I would imagine Thursday is going to be a big what the hell's going on financially. And then maybe again on um, Monday, Tuesday, we should go through that.
0: Hey, guys, guess what? This was posted. June 7th. Guess what never happened? The market collapsing on Thursday. He's yeah. a liar. He's a complete and total liar.
2: Uh, what else? Otherwise, things are going to be going sideways for a while. It's going to be slow. Um, and that's the deal. I can imagine you're quite emotional. You could be emotional right now. And... Well, look at your chart i'm not i'm not sure
0: why you'd be so emotional so greece has just told his audience illegally that the market is going to collapse on thursday he is now going to give you some financial recommendations direct financial advice on what to do because the uh, market's going to collapse let's find out oh,
1: is he a financial advisor
0: no, no, not a financial advisor. He's uh, broke. Wow. He's a broke person who's uh, very ineffective at making money. Most of his business ventures have failed. He coughed and talks about how wow. much money he's lost in investments. Um, he invested in drug companies to sell drugs that poison the minds of children and lost all of his money trying to invest in things that will destroy people's livelihoods like marijuana farms. So this is a guy. Who has a track record of failure, disgrace, failure, disgrace, and failure and disgrace with no bright side whatsoever other than his delusional lies about himself? So, this is the textbook. Failure mindset. So let's hear what his financial advice is now that he's lied and told us the market's going to collapse on Thursday. It didn't. he then said it was going to collapse Monday or Tuesday after, perhaps. It didn't. So let's hear what this person with the insights of a goat is going to be able to give us for the future. Yes, a goat.
2: Really
0: be a little emotional. emotional.
2: And definitely buy lotto tickets. They.
0: Definitely buy lottery tickets. Wow. His financial advice for you people is, let's hear it again.
2: Can we buy lotto tickets?
0: Definitely buy lotto tickets. Greece's advice is that the markets are going to collapse on Thursday or possibly Monday, Tuesday. Neither of those things came true, and his advice for people is to essentially sell their stocks, get out of the market, and buy lottery tickets with them, advocating and promoting gambling behavior. This is the advice that you get from Greece. This is what the master of the stars is telling his audience to do. And take a gander on how well that would work out for you. Absolutely disgraceful. Absolutely disgraceful. And you know what? He's still, look at this chair that he's sitting in here. Look how much it sticks out. Because this chair is real. This chair is his actual chair. And so when you compare what he has as a product in his real life to the fictional backdrop that he's thrown up of this middle, lower middle class home, it really starts to paint a picture of what you think his real life is like. Because if his desktop chair for his computer... The best he can afford is a particle wood chair that he appears to be sitting in. That's, by the way, this, this is the kind of chair you get for five bucks at a Goodwill, okay? This is the kind of chair that's made out of, which is essentially just sawdust and glue into the shape of a chair. And it's dingy and it's dirty and it's got scratch marks on it this is very indicative of what his actual backdrop is that he's so constantly hiding and afraid of showing us because he doesn't want people to see his disgusting dilapidated one bedroom probably a closet really I'm assuming since he's in Chicago he's probably got like one of those closets you know where they used to stuff the Chinese people and charge him like 600 bucks Kramer when he was renting out like areas in his dresser drawer i'm assuming that's where he lives yeah i mean because what greece can't afford more than 150 bucks a month this dude's broke i mean look at him he he's a financial failure he sells his stocks and buys lottery tickets like uh, there's no way he'll ever be a success at anything with these kind of terrible life decisions he keeps making what could he possibly live in what could he possibly live in in chicago he can't have more than a What, 700 bucks a month for rent? Like, that's the minimum threshold for Chicago. He's not going to get a one-bedroom apartment. At 700 bucks, he could probably splurge like 150, 250, I would assume. What do you think?
1: I mean, yeah, probably. It just baffles my mind that he's giving this kind of financial advice in our stream is the one that gets taken down right our stream His, gets blocked
0: completely fine <laughs> our so streams our get blocked stream. our streams get censored and yet he's out here going no 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 guys i want to tell you in no uncertain terms the market will collapse on thursday it's going to happen or it could happen monday and tuesday but it will collapse this week it is happening sell your stocks go buy lottery tickets that's literally what he's doing and yeah. YouTube brings it up. They monetize it. They promote it. it. It's unimaginable. And if you could update the screen, let me know. Yeah. Absolutely insane. I, I I just, I don't know how he gets away with this. And by the way, this is just the beginning. It's going to get worse. He's about to give us more financial advice. So let, let's go ahead and see what else he's got for us wow. to tell us about how to be uh, rich and successful. If it does
2: bug It's going to bug you a lot. So, watch out for those Saturn Neptune uh, conjunctions or Saturn Neptune's aspect. As far as Jupiter moving into Pisces, that doesn't make someone more emotional. That brings around uh, faith, right? Pi- Pis- Jupiter is the planet of spirituality and expansion and luck to some degree. And Pisces is the sign of doing for others, you know, emotional support, uh, the arts, pharmaceuticals. Jupiter moving into Pisces should give a lot of energy to pharmaceutical companies.
0: He's telling people to give put their money into pharmaceutical companies because of the position of the stars. Now, we're about to watch his fake little green screen act that's built in a hole in the wall of a broke apartment because one of his many, many roommates is about to walk in to his apartment and he's going to play it off like, oh, I uh, the, the door is just uh, opening itself. <laughs> I don't live with multiple people. to try and pay rent. (laughs) Watch this happen. It is so embarrassing. Jupiter's in Pisces
2: expect pharmaceutical companies to make a lot of money. And drugs and alcohol, right? Expect oil to, to price of oil to go up. So he's just giving
0: you direct financial advice right here, by the way, people. He's telling you, these are the things that you should invest in. And he's getting down to the specifics. This is a complete and total financial crime.
2: And um, that's what's going on. That's what's going on with those kind of things, <laughs> and so what's going on? All the doors are opening and closing around here for some reason.
1: Yeah, the doors are opening and closing, and
0: the floor is creaking. Oh, what's going on over here? Looks at them, tries to start a conversation. Oh, what's going on over here? Oh, the doors are opening and closing here. He's such a fraud. Ah! And if you listen closely, you can hear the floor
1: creak. Uh-
0: <laughs> Everything he does is a lie. It's like, just it. At- minute someone walked in say hello hey how's it going oh yeah just doing a stream why do you lie why we know you're broke we know you can't afford an apartment we know that you have roommates to barely scrape by in Chicago we know you're a financial failure we know that your book failed we know everything you've ever tried has failed and you're not good at it investing and you're not good at making Making money and your stars don't make you money. Because keep in mind, people, this is the star knower of financial wisdom. He knows all by observing the stars. They tell him how the universe is going to work, and he's telling people. This is what will happen with the financial market. Can you imagine a person with the gift to be able to tell you the financial market, what to invest in, when it's going to rise and when it's going to fall, and being flat broke in an apartment with roommates in Chicago in your late 70s? Like, how could you be broke? How? If I know Google's going to go up to 700 tomorrow... I can go and buy my entire life savings into Google and I will make money because I know because the magic stars told me. So how on earth are you so broke unless you're a disgusting, filthy liar? And why are you hiding that from your audience? Why do you not want your audience to know that you have roommates to try and cover your one-bedroom apartment cost? What? Is it that compels someone to be so degenerate, so disgusting, such a liar? Do you think he actually believes these lies? Do you think he's told himself these things so much that he doesn't even see his roommate? Does he really only see a door opening and closing because he's just allowed his mind to to decay to such a level because of the lies? What do you think?
1: I think if he told his audience all of the truth then they wouldn't give him money anymore because that's what they pay him to do
0: oh so they cut co- so he's, give he's trying him to keep donations. up the bit that's yeah, true they give him
1: donations so that he says oh yes you are going to get lots of money soon oh all of these good things are going to happen
0: and give then when they're
1: super chat,
0: that makes sense because when they come back what have we seen Every time that they come back, he blocks anybody who comes back afterwards to say it didn't work. So this guy is, and I mean, we're talking, he's getting pennies, people, you know, a dollar, two bucks, $13. I mean, his entire income, he's probably making less than $500 a month. This is, this is a really sad, sad man. This is depressing. Now, um, while he's on this streak and having his roommates walking into his apartment and then lying about it, we are now going to see him give us additional, additional financial advice. Um, going to give you the world-famous, world-famous Grease's Warren Buffett philosophy here. So let's hear what he has to say about good investing strategies. Oh
2: So It's a time you lose things. Like, you lose things in the darkness. It is the darkness taking over. The eclipse is the darkness. Is the serpent eating the light. Like, that's what it is. And it's dark, and you lose things. You know, you lose things during the eclipses, but uh, you like to lose your keys, you know. You lose things right in front of your face. Uh, being a Mercury, Having Mercury retrograde doesn't really help, right? Expect to lose money uh things that were a good idea suddenly a bad idea or things that would normally work suddenly not working uh, in the reversal right but at the same time you know they reverse for better and they reverse for worse so keep your eyes open for all of that just know that when mercury goes direct at the end of the month uh things are going to change again <laughs> right we're going to redo or we're going to go over and clean up all the mistakes that we're making right now so for signs like uh, psychic situations, whatever she's going through or for, for Lexus.
0: Are you going to get to the point? Gosh, Greece did not give us the advice again. I think I may have been ahead of my timestamp once again, uh, because this is not what he's supposed to do. Are you at the beach again?
2: Whoa, who's you me Lexus? The, um, the, yeah, psychic situations. Yeah. The, um, the nodes generally indicate a reversal, uh, it's a reversal. It's a time you lose things like you lose things in the darkness. It is. I think you're back
1: on the loop. Over. Yeah, yeah, I
0: know. I guess I I'm, I missed something here. I don't know what I, I, I have a timestamp on here where he gave the financial advice, which was antithetical to Warren Buffett's, which his advice for people with finance you'll have to watch the whole thing yourself i guess or you could just trust me and i i think that i'm doing you a service by having you not have to watch this to be honest and his financial advice is whenever your stocks go down sell them sell while you're down cut your losses what Always sell on the dip, basically. He's giving the opposite of financial advice. Never hold on to an investment. If it goes down, you should cut all your losses and sell. That's his advice for financial. That's how you invest.
1: Oh, wow. That makes no sense at all.
0: It's literally the worst possible decision you could ever make regarding money ever. And he's telling people to do that. He's like, whatever your stocks go down to sell everything and cut your losses. (laughs) But you know what? Greece doesn't just have wonderful financial advice for us. He also has life advice. So he's going to give us some life coaching advice on what to do uh, for dating. So he's going to, he's going to give us some advice here.
2: Big chances, you know, do take big chances, but at the same time, limit your risk. And, uh, you you know, you do that in everything you do, you know, like, you know, should you talk to that girl? What, Yeah, you should talk to her. Should you talk to her when her boyfriend is there and her crazy father's got a gun and she's got this big nasty dog and, you know, maybe she has, like, a knife? And, you know, that's not good risk-reward management scenario. (laughs) So is it a good thing to talk to the girl? Yeah, of course. Usually. Sometimes. Maybe not in your situation. I don't know. I don't talk to anybody anymore. But, like... Maybe that particular example is not the best time to do it. Maybe you could slow your action and talk to her another time. You know, get her number. I don't know. Talk to a friend. <laughs> so, show up where she works.
0: <laughs> Whoa! I- Whoa! No! Whoa! <laughs> no! Whoa! Hold on a minute. So, Greece's fine relationship advice is if you see a girl with a boyfriend to avoid them find out and stalk them down figure out where they oh work no. and get their phone number so that you can cheat on them and manipulate their partners and oh ruin no. their relationship that is his no. advice to people on how to build relationships is to sneak behind people's backs no. to stalk women at their workplace to sexually harass them at their workplace and to manipulate them into cheating on their partners with you that's the advice that oh, Greece gives and did you hear the detail he gave of the interactions because every interaction he's ever had with a woman has resulted in a man coming out with a knife or a gun to threaten him and can you blame those dads i'm just no. amazed that they haven't shot him yet personally i mean well, i would feel like that's true that could explain his health conditions i mean look at him he's he's dilapidated swimming
1: and hospital debt
0: exactly that could be it that makes sense i mean honestly i can't I, i can't see a scenario that would happen where if I had a daughter and they came home with Greece that he wouldn't be in a six foot ditch personally like I can't see yeah. a scenario where that would happen now would I do that personally absolutely not am I advocating for other people to do it no not at all but I do want to manifest it I do want to manifest these things happening and you know that's a religious practice which is totally protected uh, I can manifest all day uh, but I don't want people to act on my manifestation because that means that the manifest station doesn't work it has to be brought about th- purely through spiritual things so if it isn't yes. if it's not the universe bending to my will and making this happen I don't want any part of it so uh, that yes. being said, I would love to manifest this to happen uh- to him.
1: I will also contribute my energy into manifesting. Oh yeah,
0: and I would impr- implore everyone here, please manifest with us if you if you're so I'm inclined. I'm
1: contributing my energy into the universe.
0: Definitely. So now we're gonna skip to where he calls a black person a monkey, um, and <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's just let's just listen to him call black people monkeys. I think I've got you. I have Salim up here.
2: No, wait. let's
0: leave it at Salima, Salima. Looking at his chat.
2: It's Salima.
0: And? Okay. Hey
2: monkeys, what's up? And he I calls him a monkey again. Look at that. Calling a black person a 20, monkey,
0: 20, but 20. there's something special about where he calls the black people a monkey because you guessed it. So we're going to get a reintroduction to one of our favorite product lines from Greece Special, the one, the only. Please. Please. Show it to us, Greece. Come on. Let's see it. All right, let's do our
2: reading. Get today. it
1: out. On. No. Oh, no.
0: It's...
2: Come on. you got to get married to the right person, right?
0: Oh, he's oh, opening no. it the bubbly water (laughs) he brings out the bubbly water again Oh, look at this freak drinking his bubbly <laughs> water. You know, those bubbles are going to get inside of his blood and they're going to kill him. I can feel it. Those bu- There's going to be a bubble and it's going to go right through his, his shredded stomach line because he's been stuffing his face with so much popcorn that the kernels have actually poked holes in his stomach. And the bubbles are going to leak through, get into his bloodstream, go right into his brain and his brain's going to explode that's what i'm hoping for here that is my dream again i want to manifest these things Where do we
1: oh i have a question
0: yes let's hear about it
1: no normal person drinks bubbly water and likes it. No. Do you think he drinks bubbly water because he thinks that's what rich people do?
0: Oh, that's a good point. Because there's no one with self-respect or dignity that drinks bubbly water. But it is no. something that you think of when you think of a person who's like, "Oh, look at me! I'm so culinary." But that's I have not
1: bubbles in my water. But
0: no rich person ever actually does that. It's what. Low-class, exactly, low-class losers delude themselves into believing that rich people do. He thinks that rich people live in a low-class middle class lower to middle class apartment he thinks that rich people drink bubbly water that costs the same thing as bo- bottled water obviously all the rich people drink fuji but those are the uh, those are the baby boomers and then you have the real successful people who get a water filtration system like an adult i mean come on that's that's the real way to do it and then you have the that. legends then you have the legends of society and those are the ones with their own wells Those are the real people, and that's what we want to grow into so we don't end up like Greece here, people. This is a cautionary tale. This is how your life can go if you choose to only do things that are based on lies, scams, and schemes. This is a cautionary tale, friends, because this could be you.
2: Emoji game is
0: (laughs) super tight (laughs) Oh God! Look at him drink it. Oh, look at his throat. Oh, oh, it's like a turkey. No. Oh, I'm gonna be sick. Oh my God! Wow, he was chugging it. Oh. Oh, you're
2: waiting for a teaspoon. Oh, that's so disgusting.
0: How old do you have to be where your neck grows another neck? How long does it take until your neck becomes a double neck? Because this isn't a double chin. Oh, this no. is a double neck. He's he's a second esophagus that's operating here. It is the most appalling Ew. and disgusting thing I've seen in, in months. This should be banned from YouTube for being disturbing content. <laughs> Oh, and then he just burps on camera. What a disgusting. Oh, oh, I cannot stand the, the filthy people, gross people. Like if you, if you even bring up like, like an inappropriate, I don't even want to say the word. It's so disgusting. You know, the, the, uh, haughty kind of humor, any of that stuff, I will I will shoot you on sight with a gun. That's a credible threat. It would be funny if I said that. I would never say something like that. But that being said, I have zero tolerance for that kind of stuff. It is disgusting. That's That's what the poor people deal with. Poor people are all about that, that, that fecal humor. At, not me. We're high class around here. We don't dwell with these lower class bottom dwellers like Greece, who just burps on camera absolutely disgusting unacceptable it's no different burping on camera is the same thing as uh taking a photo of your toilet after you've gone to the restroom in my opinion
2: like what someone looks for in art is very different from what another person looks for in.
0: Oh, okay. And by the way, uh, just to give you guys a catch up here. Uh, we're about to get uh, Greece's "quote unquote" life philosophy. He's going to tell you how to live a good life, and uh, this is. His, his entirety of his philosophy surmised here. So um, I'm sure it's going to be good, right? He's been around for 70, 80 years. He probably has attained some sort of wisdom, right? I mean, this is his best advice he can give.
2: Art. Uh, it, you know, seriously. <laughs> you know, everybody does different things. Everybody likes different things. Everybody has a different level of rapport and repressority. Repre- 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 g- g- could
0: you... Could you say that again, Bud? What what, what was that? What what, what was that? Ressa 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 di- Did he just have a stroke? I I I kid you not. This is the same man who claims he's very very intelligent. He, these are his own words and that you would be amazed at what universities he went to and that you couldn't even get into. This is the same person. Let's let's listen to that again.
2: Or. And repressat repre repre, repre- reprosity. <laughs>
0: Good good work, good work there. Still Bob. said it wrong. He still said it wrong. <laughs> and it also doesn't even make sense in the context of his sentence. <laughs> they give it, they give it, they
2: take back, they give back, and so. So
0: I heard you laugh, but I did not hear it over the mic. Very weird. It'd be easy to say things. See, but, I'm telling you, know,
2: you. Someone who does this, you need someone who does this. Or this and that but the truth is the truth is the truth the real honest-
0: what's the truth what truth is the 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 truth is then what is it
2: honest to goodness truth this is the truth right here
0: oh my gosh i can't i can't i can't he's uh, how many freaking times does he have to cuz he's trying to come up with something that sounds meaningful he's trying to come up with something that sounds valuable and so rather than just sitting there and thinking and going hmm Let me think of an idea here. Or being an absolute prodigy like me where you can just instantaneously say things. What he goes for is... The, the 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 truth is the truth the the truth is the the truth is the real truth the the the, the real the, the the real the real truth the real truth is until he can think up of any fortune cookie that can come to his mind to claim as his true life purpose and identity and philosophy listen to how many truths there are here
2: so it'd be easy to say things like yeah get someone who does this you need someone who does this and this and that but the truth is Truth is. The truth is. The truth the is. Truth. The real, honest-to-goodness truth. Oh my! This is the truth right here. The. You shine your light. Five. Brightly, five
0: truths in a row, and he still pauses to try and think through his philosophy. So you must not be applying it very often, huh? But let's hear him out. What's his truth? <clears throat> the.
2: You shine your light as brightly as you can, even if you
0: <laughs> His entire philosophy is a fortune cookie. <laughs> salad schizophrenic word salad (laughs) the truth is 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 is, shine your light What does that even mean what are you talking about so i'm supposed to take a flashlight and i'm supposed to take a flashlight here we go i'm shining my light bud here we go this is how you live your life shine your light everybody come on What are you talking about? Shine your light?
2: Right? If you're reclusive, you'll shine a reclusive light. If you're
0: reclusive, you'll shine a reclusive light? What does that mean? not a big deal.
2: But you shine your light as brightly as you can. You give (laughs) off your chi
0: oh you're using your Chi energy now okay wow I would I would never have guessed. It's the secret to life everyone is to shine with Chi energy. Who You know, it's kind of weird. Aristotle Uh, seemed to have missed that. Plato seemed to have missed that. Carl Jung seemed to have missed that. Nietzsche seemed to have missed that. Uh, Every major scientist, every major philosopher, every major studier of life seems to have missed (laughs) this one point. But Greece here in his one-bedroom apartment that he's sharing with a roommate is a broke, giving it financial advice, a complete health disgrace race despite his best efforts at managing his galleries has figured out the true secret of life people the secret is a schizophrenic word salad like shine your chi energy lights that's how you succeed
2: hands you resonate you know you radiate your life force energy and you you shine your light as brightly as you can and then your destiny will find you
0: you know what this reminds me of this is this is the same speech It's the same speech let me pull it up come on
1: is ridiculous how does one shine
0: their light this is the same speech actually i take that back this is more uh this is more valuable so this oh is the gosh. same speech no. as grease. So let's <laughs> let's listen to them side by side so we're gonna hear grease your light
2: so if as you can
0: remember <laughs> this is the truth
2: shine your light as brightly as you can even if you're reclusive Right. If you're reclusive, you'll sign a reclusive light It's not a <laughs> big deal But you shine your light As brightly as you can You give off your chi You know, you enhance You resonate, you, know, you radiate Your life force energy And you, you shine your light As brightly as you can
0: Stops to burp, by the way
2: And then your destiny will find you <laughs>
0: Thinks he's so oh. profound. He thinks he's like, this wow. is so meaningful. Like, wow! I really said something. and uh, here is Greece saying it on a different, a, a different, same speech, but you know, a different time. This is back, you know, probably three or four hundred years ago when Greece was younger.
1: Have you ever had a dream
2: that that you um you had you 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 could you do you you want you you could do so you. You do. You could. You. You want. You want him to do you so much. You could do anything.
0: <laughs> more coherent. More coherent than Greece's little speech here. Oh this is gosh. insane. Absolutely insane. Better now, advice too. What you're about to find out is that Greece, being the baby boomer that he is, is actually secretly super based and he hates people based on their skin color he's super (laughs) racist (laughs) oh he's he's super based so let's find out about based based grease here uh i think he might be making a turnaround let's see it
2: let's see what his advice is there's too much to explain right now but they don't want to talk about they don't understand beyond the technique or mastery of a situation They're stuck in the rudimentary, but they're just stupid kids. You don't want to be called a stupid kid. Don't act like a stupid kid.
0: Oh, you don't want to be a stupid kid. Don't act like a stupid kid. Go on, Boomer.
2: I'll tell you guys something there that happened today.
0: Let's hear about it. Boomer Grease is going to tell us about something that happened because kids are stupid.
2: SLC's brother, her big brother, was trying to bully her today. And SLC is doing extremely, extremely, extremely well in school right now. She went back to- So he
0: said extremely three times. What have we learned, friends? What happens when Greece says things three times? He's always He's a liar. Always a liar. He never tells the truth. But especially when he says something three times, that's how you know it's a real filthy lie.
2: ...to college. And she has a 4.0 grade point average. She got 100%. Is yeah, her- seriously,
0: 4.0? God, what did you do? I've
1: seen kids with 4.7.
0: Right? I, I mean, like going to- Why are
1: you slacking off?
0: Also, you're, you're in college. Getting a 4.0 is a joke. I got a 4.0 going to like three classes a year. It's not difficult to get all A's in college. It's literally designed so that mentally retarded people can get a B plus. That's the level. College at a academic Harvard level is reduced so that someone with a 65 IQ, that's a Forrest Gump level IQ, can get a C plus. There's nothing impressive about getting good grades. In fact, if anything, having good grades is often an indication that you're talking about an idiot because they actually took the time to waste in college. Fool.
2: Our first two courses... And she's probably going to get 100% in the course she's taking right now. So she's running a 4.0 average. Oh,
0: jeez. I skipped ahead to where he's talking about university. We forgot to see him be a racist boomer and say that people uh, should appropriate I was waiting cultures. for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I, I, my apologies. I, I skipped I skipped it. I was trying to save him because I didn't want to expose him and get him canceled. But I guess i going to have to no, do it.
2: Don't do that. Don't do that. Maybe. No. <laughs>
0: what is that? Jeez. Disgusting. Can you not even feel genuine happiness? Do you have no ability to feel true joy? And is everything you do just this facade? Because it's really disgusting, Greece.
2: <laughs> oh my god, you guys are too funny. Okay, hold on. The stage is up, and the um. Just roll with it. It <laughs> <Taurus> on crack. It <laughs> tore on crack. That's like, that's, that's one intense bull, man. <laughs> that's that's one, that's one bull who likes to have a good time. All right.
0: So Greece advocating for the use of crack cocaine. All right. Now Ew. we're starting to get a, starting to get a better perspective of this freak, huh? <laughs> that's, one,
2: that's one. All right. Okay, <laughs> that is one bull. <laughs> hey, Denise, what's up?
0: <laughs> Do you guys hear the loud auditory thumping? It sounds like someone started a car in his house. It's <sighs> in the background. Listen to this. Sage
2: Mercury. Hey, you guys know what? I have to read Nastia. Let me read Nastia's cards.
0: He's calling her Nastia.
2: And I want to talk to you guys about that sage thing. What my niece said. Tell us about the
0: sage. Yes, let's hear it.
2: You know, my niece is totally wrong, but I'm telling you what the kids growing up today's.
0: Back in my day, I'm going to tell you what these kids got wrong about (laughs) society. Go ahead, baby boomer.
2: Today, I know none of you guys think like this, (laughs) uh, but the kids growing up today.
0: The kids today, by the way, just revealed his entire audience is a bunch of boomers. And
2: I'm hearing it a lot from people 21 and under and i'm hearing it a lot and they don't i understand what they're trying
0: why are you talking to so many children that are under the age of 21 freak
2: and saying what they're doing in their quest to be
0: you're a 75 year old man why are you talking to children
2: sensitive to other cultures they're being extremely xenophobic and somewhat racist.
0: Oh! Whoa. Oh! Greece is calling people who want to respect other people's cultures racist. Wow. But my niece had the nerve to
2: say only people of North American indigenous descent, North American Indians are allowed to use-
0: Burping again. Disgusting.
2: ...sage. And then she's like, especially white sage. And she was really adamant about it. She was really willing to argue with my mom about it. And I'm like, you know... That's a real small extremely small-minded thing to say. Oh,
0: Greece is dropping. He's saying a extremely small-minded thing to say. Wow. That's um that's a hate crime. I think that that's a literal hate crime. I think he should be uh executed by the public appeals. Uh what is it the the public trials? He should be uh canceled. Uh he should have his uh life savings taken from him. So all $350 that he's managed to accumulate in his life should be gone. And um I think he needs to apologize to all of black America for this for this comment. What do you think, OB? I agree. I, I can't agree more.
1: But it's it, just, I can't believe he just said that.
0: It's either that or uh, his niece is a full-blown retard. It's one of the two, but either way, both things are true. Especially
2: when we live in an entire global world. And I'm an astrologer. We're talking about the universe here. <laughs>
0: <Wow>. <laughs> I'm global an astrologer. World. I'm talking about the universe here. <laughs>
2: right. well, she's growing up as a teenager in this world. Of, um, you can't do something unless that's that. Unless you're from African descent, you can't Eh? braid your hair. That's wrong. You know? Or you can't Imagine
0: if we clipped this and posted alt-right astrologer into a Black Lives Matter Facebook group. Imagine what we could get going. Oh, and and explain to how he keeps calling people in his audience monkeys. Wow. I mean, I think there's a lot of evidence here. He's calling people in his chat monkeys. He is calling people who believe that black people have culture um, stupid and small-minded wow um
2: not first nations you can't use sage or if you can't
0: you know, you can't I shit. love how it's over the gayest thing too ever. He's this. It's it's about my sage. I want to go and buy some sage and burn it and 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 make smoke. Why are you burning sage? Do, you, do are you do you really think that that is gonna save you? Do you really think that the demonic forces of this universe, who have existed before time itself, that serve the. F- king of this world satan who have mastered for thousands of years the art of torture and manipulation of human beings do you really think that burning a random plant is going to save you really
1: it seems very small-minded it
0: seems very small-minded Minded, which his niece sounds like she's very small minded. I mean, she only got a 4.0, so she can't be that smart. (laughs) That being said absolutely embarrassing i mean if I, if my daughter had a 4.0 i would be very embarrassed honestly i'd probably just disown her so the She'd fact be evicted. oh for sure kicked her right out of my house like how dare if you if
1: you don't bring that up you're
0: out uh, absolutely that's disgusting and let's see what his thoughts are on it though because you know he he's going to tell the us about how 100%. angry he is he's very upset about his uh niece who got a 4.0 and of course she's
2: taken right now <clears throat> so she's running a 4.0 hour- Average, I'll say that again. That is a big deal. And I went to, you know, where I come from university is a big deal. Everybody here has gone to university.
0: Oh, so you're a poor, stupid person? That makes sense. It explains explains it all. It really does explain why he's such a low-class, uneducated loser is because he is from a family that promotes going to college and going to college often and that going to university is a big deal. Yeah, if if you think university is a big deal, you'll always be a Mm -hmm. low-class loser who never succeeds in life because that's what university is for. It's for the uneducated losers who think a Piece of paper makes results. People who think that a symbol makes them valuable. People who think that putting up a fake backdrop of a lower middle class apartment makes them look like they're rich and successful rather than going out and earning the home that is beautiful and making a home that's beautiful and maintaining a home that's beautiful. You see, you could do that, but you choose not to. Why do you choose not to? Because that's hard work. Because that requires effort. That requires you to be intelligent. That requires you to take action. All the things that make someone successful. But you know what university lets you do? It lets you sit into a classroom and get a free A by just sitting there and going, "Uh uh-huh, teacher. Oh, you're the smart one. Uh Uh-huh. And then doing some Google searches. That's literally... All you have to do in university to get A's in every single one of your class. There is no effort at all to doing well in college. It is literally designed so that mentally retarded people at the IQ level of 65 are able to get a C plus at Harvard. That's Wonder why you're an his idiot. degree is in? Oh God, I can't. I bet you he didn't even get through college. This guy, he claimed he went so to an astrology study. college. <laughs> biggest testament to greece is the fact that he's still alive honestly like how has he not just looked at himself in the mirror and been like you know what i'm done and just run off the edge of a cliff i don't know how you get by in life living like this
2: and so and everybody you know it's so so it's a normal thing but her brother's walking around trying to intimidate her trying to say nasty things to her saying he had it was on the dean's list and he's bragging about being on the Dean's List, saying that that's better than having a 4.0 average. And this is really an example of the blind arguing with the stupid or the blind leading the stupid. SLC doesn't know what the Dean's List is. She's new to.
0: Can you think of a better way to describe? Uh, the dumb leading the stupid, or the I should say, what did he say? The stupid leading the blind. The
1: blind leading the stupid. Yeah. So
0: he basically
1: called both his niece and nephew blind and stupid. Blind and stupid.
0: And what better way to describe his audience and the people who enjoy his content? He is stupid, uh, and he is yes. leading people who are, are blind enough to go, but he talks about, but he has... He has the magic star map. The magic star map says that I'm going to be a special boy. So if the magic star map says I'm going to be a special boy, then I'm going to go sell all my assets and buy lottery tickets because the star man told me to. Like, he literally is just a stupid person who is misleading blind people who, honestly, they deserve to get (laughs) scammed because uh, if you're going to go and turn to the stars instead of the truth, you deserve that, buddy. And... Get, get with the programs.
2: This college experience. Uh, she's never been there before. Clearly no one in their family is fucking even half.
0: Peasant language, you filthy it's low-class bad. monkey.
2: Brain enough to understand what's going on. You have to get 4.0 is way, way higher than almost anyone on the dean's list.
0: <laughs> That's not true at all. You're a complete liar. The dean's list is
2: usually... Uh, 3.0 and above or 3.5 and above
0: it varies entirely based on the school and it's a measure of the people who are in the top academic performance across the board it's not based on a set number you liar uh
2: and you know she was bummed out about it she didn't understand she was like "Oh, my brothers uh, said i'm like no baby that's not how it works
0: Maybe she's bummed out because she had this liar in her life who told her to go to college and said it's very important and had a family that told him that was very important. And now she's in crippling debt. And she's sitting there with $125,000 in debt. And she's got a degree that will never get her a job and will never be of value to society in any way, shape, or form because the entire education system collapsed 20 years ago. And you sat there and told her, go to the indoctrination camps. Go to the indoctrination camps. Go and send your soul to a concentration camp to be killed. And then she comes back with psychotic ideas from a Hegelian cult that told you that sage means that you're a racist and that burning it is an act of racism, which you're disgusted by and is what she's learning and demonstrating that she's retaining with a 4.0 average. Maybe that's why she's bummed. Maybe it's not that her brother did better. It's that you guys wrapped her into the single worst decision she will ever make in her life and quite possibly will destroy her life if she doesn't take her own life first because of how horrible you've made it. Maybe that's why she's in this situation. Maybe because there was no one in her life to tell her the truth, which is, why the hell would you go into financial debt for a piece of paper in this economy with all of the facts that we know about university? None of them told her that. No one told her that and now you're responsible for her suffering because you placated her you patted her on the head and you told her she's a good girl for going to the school and having her soul destroyed maybe that's why she's upset you know uh in
2: fact you're actually doing way better than he could ever dream of doing Plus her colleagues. You You're want-
0: doing way better than he could have ever dreamed of doing. That's a lie. So what you do to placate your niece is you tell her lies to try and make her feel better rather than tell her the truth. Hmm, I'm starting to see a pattern here. How about you, PBs? You, yeah. you motherfuckers wouldn't
2: even get into your
0: university. Oh, oh you wouldn't wow. even get into my school. <laughs> How do you know? How do you know? I presented at Oxford University, you dunce. You're a low IQ moron. What'd you do? Go to Walden Online College? I can play games. I can throw terms around. I can go up and show off brand symbols. I can go and brag about my 400,000 followers. But you know what? I don't. You know why? Because they don't mean anything. You know what means things? My actions, the things I create, the things I produce, the decisions that I make in my life. No piece of paper will stop me from making a stupid decision, you idiot. So why don't you, instead of trying to brag about a school that you won't name, because let's be honest... We all know that it's pathetic. We all know it's an embarrassment. We all know that you're an unintelligent fool because we can look at your actions. We can see your financial failures. We can see that you're a disgrace. We can see that you're not eloquent. We can see that you have failed at every business venture you've tried. So why do you think shaming your audience for going to a unnamed school is going to somehow save you from your disgraceful, pathetic life? I really want to know, is that what they taught you in your school? Because it sounds like a great con if they did. Yeah, I went into, <laughs>
2: he was like, fuck you, so like, fuck you, this is not even a real conversation for me, but it really upset my wife, and I was, uh, you know, I just wanted to say, you got to watch out for these people, you know.
0: You have to watch out for these people. You have to watch out for your brother who said that he's did good in school. That's who you need to watch out for. Let's take Greece's advice at value here, though. Let's assume this filthy, lying, dirty boomer is correct. And let's say that he actually went to a reputable college. Let's say that he went to Harvard University, okay? He still is here. Broke. Alone. Hating his life. Constantly telling us about how everything he's doing is failing. He lives in a place so awful that he feels the need to hide it with a green screen. He pays someone to say that they're his wife and he never sees her because she lives far away. And this is supposed to be him in his financial prime. So let's say he did go to this great college. Look where he ended up because of it. It's head you lose, tails you lose, Grace. This is pathetic. This I forgot. is embarrassing.
1: I forgot he had a wife.
0: Oh, yeah, he has a fictional wife who lives in another area that he pays money to, but doesn't actually spend time with. So, you know, um, a wife, quote unquote. I don't notice him having a wedding ring either. Does he even have a wedding ring? Hmm, I wonder what other lies he's scheming up over there. If you could update that for me, it'd be great. Now, after he goes on this epic rant, we're going to go ahead and we're going to see him pop up here. And he's going to become very infuriated about how ent- how stupid he is and how unsuccessful he is. And he's going to rant about it.
2: It means you don't even know what you're talking about. Okay, let's move on. Let's move on. I'll just say SLC is doing Amazing and i wearily, it's bad enough when really you know it's bad enough when people try and hold you back and put you down
0: oh you see that that anger boiling up in him
2: uh you know but it's even worse when idiots say stupid shit that don't even make sense.
0: Oh, he's popping off. Wow. Whoa, whoa. What happened here? It's really when when idiots are saying stuff, it's not even, doesn't even make sense.
2: And they're like, you can't even have a, reg, a real conversation with someone because they're too, they just don't know what the fuck they're talking about.
0: Oh, oh my god! No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. I'm sorry, what was that, Grease?
2: Our own opinions no you're
0: not you're entitled to your own opinions and he says you're not oh <laughs> no,
2: you're really not it's a, and you really don't have an opinion if you had an opinion we'd be talking but you don't
0: oh okay if you had an opinion then we'd be talking so hold on a second what opinion are you entitled to you broke loser with nothing going on in his life a fake wife financial debt failed investments failed business a failed youtube channel nothing going for you but lies Filth and disgrace. What exactly are the opinions we should be seeking out from you other than how to live a life that makes me so depressed that I'd want to kill myself? That seems to be the only thing exactly. you'd be qualified for. So why are you giving your opinions on anything? Fuck off.
1: Show us yeah, your backdrop. Back
0: Show us the apartment.
1: Show us your apartment.
2: No, SLC is doing really well. Really, really, really well. I'm very, I'm extremely proud of her. All right, here we go. Nastasia's
0: up. Oh, I put this uh, down as a time note here. It literally the only note I had was the blur. So let's see what that was. All right, (laughs) just the blur. (laughs) Good note. Oh, we got uh, we got an ad coming up because he's my Oh, there! I think I know what the blur is. Look at his giant forehead just going out of focus. (laughs) With Mailchimp Creative Smarts. Oh gosh. (laughs) I literally feel physically ill from watching him for this long.
1: Same.
2: Y
0: a l. Look at his blur! He can't even get his camera to work. (laughs) I love how his backdrop is perfectly clear because it's fake, and then him is just this blur. (laughs) It's so bad.
1: Even his autofocus is bad. Uh oh Oh my
0: god Uh, i just sometimes i just watch this kind of failure and disgrace in life and i go beautiful beautiful look how much better my life is is than his and it makes me feel great oh you want to see him make the most inauthentic fake disingenuous compliment you'll ever hear in your entire life This is the kind of compliment that a person gives that literally makes people not respect the concept of a compliment anymore. That's how bad he is. He can't even do a compliment genuinely.
2: Interesting. Okay. Sorry, guys. What happened? He got accepted into an instructor's apprentice program at the dance studio. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. Holy smokes. Whoa. Congratulations. Holy...
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Right?
0: It's that so bad. It's, bad. It's, it's the most inauthentic thing I've oh. ever heard a human being vomit out of their mouth in my entire life.
1: That was the most ingenuine thing I've heard all day.
0: It's so bad. It's so... Is there anything... Oh that he can do that's even good and to make things worse you're gonna listen to him here talk about how his real philosophy is that everything that is good is poisoned by his negative thoughts and it's actually eating away at him listen to this
2: saw was so bad you must be good you must be like really good oh man well i know you're good at everything you do but like you're oh well that's really really good oh you must be like oh. really oh. good oh, oh. oh whoa
0: now I'm intimidated. Oh! Stop! Oh, God! Oh, wow. Just, just stop. Oh. That
2: was... I have no dance That's sick. Oh, man.
0: Holy smokes. He's still going. Stop! Just, just kill him already. Please manifest his death. I don't want you guys to kill him. I just want that to manifest was, it. That was the worst
1: acting I've seen all day. And we just watched like four hours of Mark Zuckerberg.
0: It's true. It's it's just so it's disgusting. Oh. Super cool. He's Thank still going. Cooks.
2: That's impressive. Oh my That's
0: God. Really if I say it enough, maybe they'll believe me.
1: Facial expression
0: isn't changing at all. Oh, wow. Wow. Good job, Alex. You made a good pizza. Wow, this pizza's delicious. Wow, this is so good. Wow, this is so amazing and wonderful. Wow, it's so good. Wow, I can't... Holy smokes, that's a really good pizza. I'm so impressed. Ah!
2: Super congrats. That's impossible. He's still going! I'm so proud of you guys. You know, I'm really, really proud. You know, I'm really, really, really proud of SLC. Shut
0: up! Just shut up! Just shut up!
2: And how she's doing at school right now. And I'm really proud of, of uh of Kookie's daughter. And I'm really proud of Kooks and I'm proud of all of you guys here. It really or Danielle did some cool stuff like you guys are doing some really cool stuff. I'm really um it's really exciting, you know. Congratulations guys. The c- congratulations everyone. I'm really proud of you. Alright, I'm not gonna say anything bad about anybody. I-
0: if if I could make a humble suggestion swallow gasoline and then drop a match down your throat. But I wouldn't do that because that would be advice on dangerous things. But man, man, oh man. I think that that would make the world a better place in my opinion. What do you think OPBs? Three. It's, it's the most disgusting, vile, inauthentic, lying person. I think I've ever had to witness in my entire life. It's, it's so vile that these, and this is so like all his credibility, all his value, all his worth. He just throws out the window because he never will give people a genuine compliment. He will never give them good compliments. He'll never give them good opinions and advice. He will always say what needs to be said. You're so smart. You're really, really smart. Keep going to college. That's the smart thing. Do the college. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. Wow. That's so cool. Wow. Wow. You're so good. You're amazing. You're wow. Wow. Guys. Wow. Can you believe this? Oh, holy smokes. Wow. I'm impressed. Wow. Everything he does is a falsehood and a lie. It's all a disgrace. How is he even still alive?
2: I want to some some really negative comments were made in the last couple of days towards uh, from some I just i heard a lot of stupid shit and uh, ooh, ooh. But I'm so proud the cream always rises to the top you guys are awesome you know? all right SLC is awesome you guys are awesome oh man
0: you hear that and so even when he thinks about the good things what really comes to his mind is the negative comments It's all Uh, the negative comments. It's not about the good. It's not about the celebration because it's all fake. It's all disingenuine. What is it about? The negative comments.
2: All right. Let's go on. Next, Gavin is up.
0: All right. So we're going to go ahead and skip over here um, into some more demented thoughts about, uh, advocating for, uh, highly addictive and dangerous, uh, financial decisions. So let's take a look at him, uh, telling people to gamble.
2: I'm anticipating I'll buy back in. So like, uh, with that kind of stuff. So what I've been doing is I've been like, it's established a cherry trading range. Right. But I've had the strength to, If it falls below a certain number, I just sell. You know, I put my stop (laughs) loss.
0: I know. Wow. I've I've had the strength that whenever I lose money in my stocks, I just sell them. (laughs) (laughs) He's such an idiot. He's such an idiot. like he's somehow wise like this is smart
1: <laughs> this is smart and takes a lot of strength. i've
0: really had the strength to always lose to always lose awesome.
2: so i don't i'm not sitting there thinking oh well i'll just let it go down to nothing and then wait for it to come back in a hundred years
0: you Well, I guess when you consider he's in his late 80s, I guess that makes sense. You know, he's not going to be around in five years. He's, you know, he's at a death's True, door. Yeah. So, with him at death's door, you know, I, I give him five years tops before he's, you know, we're, we're celebrating the, the Greece funeral. Um, you know, maybe that's what he's talking about here is the fact that Actually, he's just that so sense. old. He's so old and so decrepit that he just can't afford to lose.
2: I'm not doing that. Uh, I used to do that in. When I used to trade stocks when I was younger, I used to do that. I used to hold on all the time. But not anymore. When Dodge falls below a certain number...
0: Oh, he's involved in Doge and he oh, calls no. it Dodge. What a Dodge, nerd.
1: What a boomer. losses.
0: Oh, and he's sold. He paper hands... <laughs> Wow. he's God. a paper hands loser wow God. imagine when Doug's 250 and he's just sitting there I wonder if that'll be the final step that gets him to finally rid us of his existence I can't I wait know what it
2: comes with experience or maturity or confidence but I cut my losses and I think you guys should as well don't worry.
0: Oh, thank you for advocating for people to uh, make financial decisions like selling off their assets when there is even a minor, minor monetary dip. Really, really good advice there.
2: About things coming all the way back. You know, if it's a good investment today, it'll be a good investment tomorrow. You just have to-
0: then why would you sell it, you retard?
2: right The timing, but it's always a bad time to lose. <laughs> it's
0: always a bad time to lose, to lose every time. T- it's a bad time to lose. So then why do you lock in your loss, you investment moron? So it's a bad time to lose. So why don't we just lock in the fact that I lost instead of allowing my as you described it, a good investment is always a good time to buy. You're right. It is always a good time to buy a good investment. So why would you sell your investment, you moron?
2: You should limit your losses. So, Oh, my God. Once it fell below a certain number, I sold everything. And once it falls to a particular number that I'm anticipating, I'll buy back in. So, like, take it easy. Mercury's retrograde. Don't be afraid.
0: Take it easy. Stars and, and gibberish.
2: To let go of something that's not working. In any area of your life, you know, a bad, you know, bad timing, you know, bad timing, bad investment, bad situation. Just let it go. Right. There's no need to drown with the rest of the world unless you really want to or you're like a Pisces. (laughs) That's the deal.
0: Wow. Okay. So he has, he has a gambler's brain. You can tell he's got the disease. He's infected with gambling. I like to call this rot of the brain. It's demented thoughts of someone who has a rotten brain. And he's got gambling brain rot. I can see a rotting brain from a mile away. And he has a classic case of brain rot this man's brain is decaying I think that the cause of this is people who don't take action and live in delusional fantasy worlds I think if you live in a delusional fantasy world and you don't act in the real world long enough your brain starts to rot and it makes you into a crazy person who can do nothing but fail no matter how hard you try but what makes it so scary is that because your brain is rotting from it that you're not even able to identify how much of a failure you are because your brain starts to melt and decay and ferment until there's just nothing left until you're literally staring out the side at your roommate walking into your one bedroom apartment in Chicago as (laughs) you try to desperately scrape up 150 bucks on the internet to try and make ends meet so you can afford another bubbly water to sustain yourself and you don't even see the roommate you just see oh wow that door it's opening and closing weird hmm. and then you come right back to where you were right back that's what i think happens with someone who's got what i clinically diagnose here in full medical authority with Greece gambling brain rot i hereby diagnose you as a full-fledged medical authority under no jurisdiction other than myself you shouldn't trust my words or my medical advice or anything i say on this show guys i'm a character and my tummy is the only thing that i trust and i follow my trummy to the end my trummy is what i'm calling it apparently trummy. the truth of my tummy my trummy and so i follow that to the natural conclusions here you shouldn't take anything i say seriously except for the fact that you should also take everything i say with a hundred percent certainty until the show ends in which case it's all fantasies but while we're in the show everything i say is true absolutely everything so Let's listen to him about how he invested in drug companies and to attempt to poison the youth with highly damaging, toxic, mentally damaging, brain-destroying drugs, um, which probably contributes a lot to his own brain rot that he's been diagnosed with by me. All right.
2: Thanks, KZ. Well, you know what I'm like, right? You know what I'm like. I'm like, hold, I'm optimistic. I'm like, oh, it'll come back. It'll come back. It'll come back. (laughs) No, just wait. Just wait. So I'm, I'm much more, I'm, I changed a lot. You know, when we first met Kooks, I've changed a lot. I feel as if I've changed a lot in certain areas. I'm still very optimistic and I still very much believe in myself, but, um, you know, cut losses, you know, I'm not going down with the ship anymore. Whatever. <laughs> all that marijuana stock money that I lost.
0: Oh, all that marijuana stock money I wow. lost. Go on, druggy, brain rot, grease.
2: Getting caught in the bubble of Canadian marijuana, that was enough to sour me on a lot of stuff for a while. Uh, all right, whatever. Secrets up.
0: Secrets out. Ooh. Wow. So he admits. That despite his magic stars and his investing masterpieces and investing in the mental destruction of children by investing in marijuana, what does he get from it? A complete and total financial collapse and he loses everything that he owns. What a pathetic loser. Absolutely disgusting. Now, go. go ahead.
1: So he lost his entire life savings.
0: Oh, I have no on idea on that stock. I mean, if he lost his entire life so savings, so like it's all like,
1: thirty dollars.
0: Yeah, like thirty-five bucks. I, <laughs>
1: and he's bitter about.
0: Oh, it. he's embittered to the to the moon. Are you kidding me? Absolutely. I mean, we we casually throw a couple thousand at Doge just for fun, and it's like, oh, we lost three thousand today. Not even a doesn't even. Register as a thought for me. And he meanwhile, he's over here and he's like, I'm gonna invest fifteen dollars into marijuana. Oh, I lost three dollars. Sell everything, sell everything. Oh, investing doesn't work, guys. If you ever invest, sell. Every single time you lose. Listen, you dumb piece of crap. I don't have to be a financial advisor to tell you. The secret to being a good investor is to buy at a discount, to buy something that will be bigger in 15 years, invest what you can afford to lose, and then hold with diamond hands, boys. That's really all you need to do. It's not secrets. It's not magic. It's not special. There's no tricks to it. It's literally just buy things things that are valuable that are growing and going to be bigger in the future stupid it's not hard it's not difficult it's not mind-boggling there is no magic analysis there's no twin peaks trend analysis i can predict what's going to happen because of the stars no you can't what you can predict hey you know these electronic cars seem to be getting pretty popular and they look cool, and they're getting cheaper, and they're more effective than other cars. Hey, I bet you those are going to be bigger in 10 years than, per se, they are now. So it might make sense to put my money into things that will be revolving around that concept. See how that works? It's not that hard. It's not magic, stupid. It's, it's really, really embarrassing to see people who, who can't even understand the most basic fundamental concepts of economics is supply and demand. It's like, did you read any books? You claim you went to university. Did you even read the books? Did you ever do any studying? Like, this is not college level knowledge. This is like elementary school level Knowledge. This is something I, I'm absolutely baffled by because I see this a lot, especially in my generation. There's people who think communism is like a valid strategy. And it, it's mind boggling to me because you go up and it's like, okay, so there's a pile of cookies. Now, everybody is allowed to take as many cookies as they want from the jar for no reason. How long until the cookies are gone? Pretty quick, right? Mm Mm-hmm. All the cookies go away. Well, what if the people have to do work to get the cookies? Well, now some people will work harder and get more cookies. Some people will work less and get less cookies. And we can regulate the supply of cookies. In fact, part of the work involved is making cookies. See how that produces a system that will naturally regulate cookie production? This is not, this isn't that hard people. Come on. This is fifth grade five-year-olds probably can understand this concept. It, It is the absolute simplest thing to disprove. And yet, People like Greece here believe that they have a magic star system to solve the basic problems of economics. And you have people who think that they can make infinite money of a thing that they can make infinite resources out of thin air. It it doesn't work. It's, is there something wrong with this world? I, I Is there something I'm missing? Because I don't understand how so many people are this stupid. Like, it, it really, really startles me at how incredibly stupid you can be and stay alive. Like, honestly, I don't understand why we have a system in America that allows someone like Greece to continue to live the way that he's living. Like, we should have a system that physically and mentally punishes him for being the way that he is. Because you shouldn't be allowed to go and scam people, to rip people off, to be wrong all of the time, to make all the wrong decisions, and not suffer severe consequences. We need that stick in society because America has become way too soft. People like this need to be punished until they stop living like this. And I don't mean that in the sense of like, oh, we should go out and uh, be bullying these people. I mean, obviously do that. Everyone should be doing that. But I'm saying like the life, the barrier to living a decent life in America needs to be severely raised. I think that if you go up and you say, it's 500 a month minimum for living and utilities, And um, if you can't afford that, then then you have to go and work a job until you can. That's it. There's no options. There's no special handout system. There's no food system. There's no special systems. If you can't scrounge up $500 a month for rent plus your bills for food, you're not welcome in this society until you figure out how to do that. And we will help you. We will let you train you. We'll even have buildings set up to train people to educate you on basic finance, on basic thinking, on all the stupid crap. Because, I mean, we could spend just from the streams alone we've had of Greece, there's probably three to four hundred different behaviors he's exhibited that are demonstrably stupid and terrible ideas. It, 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 just clearing out the, the brain rot that he's wrapped his brain into over these time. That alone would probably boost him from the lower class up until the middle class at least. I mean, we could probably add an extra zero onto his paycheck. It it really is that simple when you have this much failure in your life. It's like me with weight loss. Losing two pounds a week is really, really easy because I've got a ton of weight to lose. You know, I've made so many mistakes with my weight that it's very simple for me to lose two pounds. If you went and you take someone who's thin and attractive, like OPB's, for example, and she's tried to lose two pounds a week way harder for her because she has a lot less to lose she's already making a lot of good decisions with her life so there's less place to improve there and it's the same thing with every aspect of your life Greece and you you really you really got to pick this stuff up man it's it's not acceptable that being said uh talking about someone who's dedicated themselves to incompetence and failure and disgrace um he has a a, um, a video he'd like to show us on YouTube. So let's see, let's see how long it takes for Greece to go from his show to showing us a video on YouTube. Now, keep in mind, people, how many times have we done that in this show? How long do you have to wait for me to go up and do, uh, you know, for example, this? Grammarly can help. Okay, what was that? Four, four or five seconds max, right? not long not long at all okay Let, let's see how his his journey goes and just while this happens let's just, real real happens, let's just reflect on time. by the way he said let's go so he's begun his process of getting a youtube video up now let's just reflect as we sit here and wait for i kid you not 15 minutes straight uh we'll skip eventually but i i just want to give you guys an idea this is the products that are available to you this is what youtube provides you to the public this is what you could be watching or you can join our private one-on-one invite only list and you can get the best show on the planet this is the options you have to deal with this is a person trying to pull up a single youtube video for you to watch right now he is still trying to pull it up He's still that's working serious. on it. Well, let's YouTube take a look at what kind I of videos he's been watching. Oh, we now we've got a bunch go of duplicates of them. The here. Oh, now we're back at his face. Okay. Okay. So c- c- continue, Grease. Now, what you're watching here is going to go on for 15 minutes straight. Now, you may be saying, Tyler, that's ridiculous. We started at two minutes, two hours, 33 minutes and 15 seconds. I wrote down the timestamp. Let's go ahead. I want to prove this to you. We're going to go ahead and we're going to skip. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep going. Still trying to get the YouTube video up. Still trying to get the YouTube video up. Still trying to get the YouTube video up. We are at now. Oh, oh, we see something on the screen. We're at two minutes, 37 seconds. Let's see. Does he have it? By the way, this is what you get. This is your experience during this time. It's complete silence. Him staring at a screen trying to get this youtube video up this is your product he's got the youtube up on the screen
2: is there any volume here
0: okay okay so So how long has that been let's see it's two hours 38 minutes 10 seconds so that already has been five minutes of waiting to get a single youtube video up
1: five
0: minutes oh we're not done uh-oh. Here we go. Let's hear it. Oh, no. He's uh, instead playing what appears to be zombie sound effects from a video that seems to have popped up in his top right corner that shows zombies running and walking instead of the YouTube video.
2: Stop. Chill out.
0: what so in the world just a question Where are you going to go for your next YouTube video session, people? Where are you going to get your next programming and propaganda from? Come on, people. We're the best in the business. We're the best in the show. I'll just keep this running in the background because he goes on for 15 minutes straight. I just want you to realize that this is why you come here. I put out what? We're at probably six, seven, eight hours of content. I do eight hours live straight talking to a camera, helping you get the content you need that entertains you, that has fun for you it's great to listen into in the background and get you the education you need to improve your life and live a better life or you can sit here and watch a guy fumble around on the computer for 15 minutes straight trying to get a youtube video to work and that's what he's trying to do right now
1: so say an owl yes uh is in chat he says he's a creep but what if next thing you know he has spartan dna Because the creator is is Ataraxy Subliminals is from Greece. And she makes great subliminals.
0: I didn't even understand what that word meant. What was that? Oh, Greece as in like the uh, the area Greece. I get you. I get you. Is that what he's talking about? Like the Greek philosophy? Yes. By the way, I didn't mute the video. He muted himself. He's still trying to get the YouTube video to work.
1: It's absurd. He's still yeah, doing this it. This is Greece, as in like Athens. Bacon grease. Yes, no, exactly. Greece is bacon grease. Yes.
0: Like- well, bacon grease is doing him a service. He's more of like the, you know, when you get that um that frothy rot at the top of like some oil slicks, like when there's an oil spill. That disgusting, filthy sticky tar that you see built up on the top with the scum mixed in that's what i'm thinking of when i hear the word grease and i look at grease here
1: because his hair is full of it
0: exactly his hair is filled with it and now we figured out why it's because he's been diagnosed with brain rot rot of the brain that's what they call it rot of the brain so has has he got it we're at two minutes and he 40 seconds got it well I don't know if he has yet though because he apparently goes on for another six minutes ah yes you hear that he's getting feedback because he's playing the music through his speakers and then having it be picked up on his microphone so he's now getting feedback <laughs> Poor girl. Liz, now he's got double voice. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry, guys.
2: I am absolutely fucking up the sound.
0: Peasant language. 15 minutes, people. 15 minutes until your suffering ends. We're gonna, we'll, we'll give, I'll, 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 I'll save you guys some suffering. Look at that. He, he, he's Still going. Still going. Still going. All
1: right, here we go. He's 75 years old, but come on, man.
2: Maybe I'll subscribe too so I can find this stuff easier.
0: (laughs) Maybe I'll subscribe too so he's not even subscribed to the person who sent this in. Subscribe. All right. That's rude. It really is. Imagine me not subscribing to like Mr. and Mrs. Athena's Owl channel. Seriously.
2: Oh, you're welcome. All right, everybody go subscribe to her channel.
0: Everyone go subscribe.
2: Let's move on with it next.
0: Let's move on with it next. After 15 minutes, he was not able to get it done. And he just leaves the video. He's done. He gave up. He spent 15 minutes of your time, and he's not even going to show you the video. Wow. And he says, go subscribe, go like, and go subscribe to her channel. Doesn't even show you what the title of the video is. He doesn't Uh, show you what the video is. Doesn't tell you the name of the video. Doesn't tell you the channel. And can't even get the video to play after spending his best effort 15 minutes straight to try and get a single video to go up. And he finally ends our suffering. What a disgrace.
2: This is what I watch. Anybody wants to know what I watch on the internet? I watch my videos. I watch basketball sports. And well, guys, and pretty much all I do.
0: I think that pretty much sums up what Greece has been up to since the last time we saw them. I think it's time for us to move along um, and take away and do a little recap on what we learned. So let's think about what did we learn today. Uh, Greece gave us financial advice, something included. First off, the entire market's going to collapse on Thursday or Monday or Tuesday, but this was posted two weeks ago, and as you can tell, uh, neither of those things. happened happened. Second, You can uh, also take his financial advice, which told you that whenever you lose anything and any investments, immediately sell at all times. You know, the worst financial advice you could possibly give someone. And then from his life coaching, let us not, let's remember, remember the highlight reel of his life coaching advice that said to stalk women who are in relationships with men, find out what their place of work is, sexually assault them at their work and ask them for your phone number so that you can break up their relationship and steal the men from them. That is the kind of advice that we got from life coaching from Greece and to wrap it all up with a bow. He told us that if you are the truth, the truth, the truth. The truth is, the truth is, the truth, the truth is. Uh the truth is shine lights through you with your shining energies that are that are energies from the chi sector because when you shine out your lights the energies will tell the truth of the shining for you to the truth of destiny yeah that's the truth advice from greece people so i hope that improved your life i hope that the guy that suffers from degenerate brain rot was able to help you improve the quality of your life. Let us finish up with the last segment here for today, and we're going to call this thing a night, boys and girls, our first ever private invite only stream thank you for joining us here thank you for helping us with the show here boys and girls i hope you guys enjoyed it and are you having a good time let us know in the chat let's finish up with some final piece of advice coming to us from magic wizardry and the arcane arts we're going to talk about the four types of energy so the four types of energy kind of relates to our dialectic on food and nutrition. And so I did study a little bit before I came because I want to start improving my health. And so I learned this really cool thing, which is that there's four types of food energies that I wasn't aware of before I started um, studying this stuff. And so all of food, actually breaks into four different types of energy. And those energies actually do totally different things in your body and make it harder or easier to lose weight. And so that's what we're going to kind of cover here. But is there anything you wanted to talk about, OPVs, before we head into this segment? Or are we good to go?
1: I think we're good to go. Right. Um, Owl says, I love it as always.
0: Awesome. Thank you very much, Al. All right. So the four types of energy are carbs, protein, fat, and alcohol. And so these all food break down into one of these four things or a mixture of them. So, for example, um, a... Carb could be something like white bread. Bread would be an example of a carb, but also celery. And so celery is made of types of carbohydrates, and so is bread. Bread has more carbs, celery has less carbs, but they're both carbohydrates. And the way that carbs work is two things. One, they give you immediate energy. So this is like if you need to have energy quick, you want to eat a lot of carbs. So a lot of people will advocate for carb loading before doing long-distance running, for example, things like that. Now, the second aspect, and this is the real practical aspect, is that carbs provide typically a lot of fiber as well. And so this helps your body with digesting and moving your system along and keeping everything running smoothly. And so this is the value of eating a lot of fruits and vegetables, which are both carbohydrates. Sugar is a carb, for example, as well. And so sugar would be an example of the carb in its most energy state and with the least amount of fiber. So sugar has essentially no fiber and it has almost 100% carbohydrate energy. And so that's why it's typically associated with being um, unhealthy because it's very easy to consume 300 calories of sugar from like a Coke, for example. and It doesn't, it gives you immediate energy. And if you don't use that energy immediately, it gets stored as fat. And so there's a lot of negative effects to it. The big problem with carbs is that they don't make you feel full. So you can eat a huge amount of bread and you won't feel full in the same way that you would with protein and fat. So carbs really serve the purpose of flavoring, offering for fiber, and offering quick energy. So those are like the three aspects of the carb energy. Now, moving on to protein, uh, and by the way, a carb has four calories of energy. Every carb has four calories. Same thing with protein. It has four calories. Now, protein serves as an energy source that makes you feel full. That's the real thing that protein does that stands out. And this is why it's so important to be making sure that you get enough of your calories from protein because um, protein is what makes you feel full. So if you eat enough protein, you will feel full and you'll be able to eat less calories than you burn, or you can eat your maintenance calories without feeling hungry. And so that's the real superpower of protein is the ability to make you feel full. And you find this from things like uh, meats, uh, beans have this as well, and uh, protein powder, whey protein, cheeses even have a little bit of protein, and even some carbs have some protein as well, like broccoli, for example. And so protein is what you want to use when you're feeling hungry when you're trying to lose weight. So if you're trying to lose weight and you're saying, man, I keep feeling hungry, your problem is protein. And I found this to be very, very useful because when you started reading, when I started learning about the fact that all these diets are just a bunch of nonsense, it it really helps to understand at the base principle how these different energy forms work. So why do I use carbs? I use carbs to make protein taste good. It's a flavoring agent. Protein makes me feel full. So I want to eat more of that. So I feel more full. So I eat less food. Fat is the next molecule here. And this one is different from carbs and protein because it actually has double the caloric load of protein and carbs. This is op- one of the reasons why carb is mislabeled as making you fat is because it's very easy to eat a lot of calories from fat because it's twice as heavy uh, calorically as protein or carbs. However, fat actually has a power as well, which is fat makes you stay full longer. So if you combine fat with protein it will make you feel protein will make you feel full and the fat will actually make that feeling of fullness last longer so this is why a lot of paleo diets and keto diets and slow carb diets are focused on eliminating carbs and focus on protein and fat but it doesn't matter if you have a bunch of protein and a bunch of fat um, if you eat more calories than you burn if you eat more calories than you burn you will get fat eating just protein and fat even if you don't have any carbs so don't let that trick fool you you do still have to count your calories now fat you'll find that in butter olive oil um, and this is usually used to cook food but another aspect is fat mixes with carbs very well you may have heard the term fat is flavor And that's because fat makes things taste good. That's literally, it makes things just taste better when you combined it with a carb, then it tastes really good. So for example, the classic would be like a crispy cream donut is a mixture of fat and carbs that makes that perfect mixture that is super addictive and people will eat more than they're supposed to. Um, another example would be like Chick-fil-A sauce. You think of Chick-fil-A sauce, that's a mixture of carbs and fat, and it makes this sauce that tastes good. And so that's where fat Factors in here as a type of energy. And so the fat needs to be regulated just like all the other ones do, but it doesn't, it's not that fat is dangerous. It's not that carbs are dangerous. It's not that protein is dangerous. What is dangerous is eating more calories than you burn. That's what causes the health issues. That's what causes the weight gain. And so you have to figure out how to balance it. Now, of these three energies here, it's important to realize that only one of them is essential. One that you need to have, and if you don't, you will have health consequences, and that's protein. If you're not eating enough protein, you will have muscle uh, muscle decay. Your muscles will waste away as you try to lose weight. And it is crucial to a healthy psyche and a healthy diet to get enough protein. So if you want to worry about anything, it would be just about controlling your protein and counting your calories from a type of energy. Now, the fourth type of energy is Called alcohol. So you think of alcohol. Turns out this stuff is really, really bad for losing weight. I I mean every gar every article you read, slow carb diet. Drink red wine. It's not bad for you. It's no problem at all. You go on to the keto diet, vodka and whiskey, they don't have any carbs. Uh drink it, drink what you want. Absolutely filthy, disgusting lies. This is not true at all. Alcohol is horrible for you in all forms when it comes to weight loss. There's no exception to this rule. The alcohol has seven. Is it seven calories? Do you know all PBs off the top of your head? Is it five or seven calories?
1: I was thinking nine
0: no it's less than Uh fat it's less than fat but it's higher than carbs and protein but what makes alcohol so ridiculously dangerous when it comes to weight loss is not its caloric load or even the fact that it makes you inflamed it causes inflammation in your body it's a poison it causes hangovers it has a bunch of negative health effects now in some regards, a glass of wine or two isn't going to have the negative consequences of this. But what will happen in all cases is that alcohol is extremely high in calories. And here's the scary part about alcohol. It has zero effect on your hunger. Zero. Think about that. No impact whatsoever. So, if you eat a bunch of bread, carbs aren't very good at making you feel full. But if you have a whole loaf of bread, you're going to feel pretty full after that even though it's mostly carbs, right? Alcohol no impact on your hunger whatsoever. Your body doesn't even register it as food. So you can go and just throw back alcohol all day and have and then go and eat your normal food, but you just added 300, 500 calories to your body and had no impact on your hunger. And so that is what makes alcohol so dangerous when it comes to weight loss. So be very, very careful. Alcohol, I think, is much better thought of as a preservative. So using alcohol to preserve wheat, using alcohol to preserve wine, using or grape juice, I should say fruits, using it to preserve tea like in a fermented tea like kombucha. That is where I think alcohol really serves its place. But you don't want to be using this regularly because this is not good for you. This is, it's very dangerous and it's, it, it, it has no nutritional value and it really, really makes it easy to overeat on your calories because you have two, you have two drinks. That's uh two drinks of wine. That's 300 calories and it will have zero impact on your health and zero impact on your hunger. So you're going to want to eat the same amount of food as you were going to eat before, um, but you just added 300 calories to your list. Now, top that off, let's say you have a party night too, and you have three or four glasses of wine, right? Now, alcohol not only doesn't make you feel full, but it also makes you hungry as well. So you eat more food. So now you're looking at something that's 600 calories added to your calories from alcohol that has no impact on your hunger except for the fact that the alcohol makes you hungry and so now when you would have eaten 2,000 calories today you eat 3,000 calories so you just went from a 2,000 calorie diet where you might be uh, breaking even at your maintenance and you took that to a 3,600 calorie adventure of basically just gained half a pound in a single day. So be very careful with alcohol. Alcohol, I think, is a big, big negative one here that uh, often gets overlooked. But if you can just, I would, if in my opinion, I think just eliminating alcohol is probably a good approach if you're trying to lose weight. Just cut it out completely and focus on your protein. Uh, make sure you get enough protein and then balance out your carbs and fat. That's the approach I'm going to take and see how that works. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll keep alcohol on the table for, like, special occasions. It's not like alcohol instantly makes you lose all this weight and is this ca- horrible poison. It's just... In general, the the trade-off is really bad, you know. Drinking a glass of wine could be beneficial if it's going to keep you from eating 300 calories or 500 calories of a cake, for example. And if you're trading between 130 calories from a glass of red wine and 600 calories from Ben and Jerry's ice cream, Okay, maybe there's a trade off there. But the question is, can you actually do that? Can you only have one glass of red wine and not go to two glasses and then have some of that ice cream because now you're hungry? That's the thing that you got to really watch out for. So those are the four types of energies. And that's the knowledge to really help you, or at least that's what I'm using right now to try and help myself with my health journey. And I hope that it can help you guys as well. So in summation, to make this very simple, carbs are for flavoring things and making them taste good and um, in some cases can give you some immediate energy. Protein turns off your hunger. Fat makes your feeling of fullness last longer. Mixing carbs and fat makes things taste good. Alcohol sucks for weight loss and will make you not feel any fuller, so probably avoid it if you're trying to lose weight. And that's that's basically it, the four types of energy. Woo! You there, Opie's. Hello.
1: Yes. Can wow. you?
0: Wow. Opie's has finally returned from the darkness and abyss. How are you doing there?
1: I've been here the whole time.
0: Wow. So, what do you think? How are you feeling? Good ideas, thoughts, good opinions? stuff.
1: Yeah. I looked it up, and liquor, a hundred proof, has eighty-two calories in one ounce.
0: Just can you search how many calories are in a gram of alcohol? Or I can. Do it's it actually. says zero. That's mm-hmm. not true. Calories. All right. One gram of alcohol has seven calories. There we go. It does not say zero. Like OPB said, the first thing that comes up is seven calories. So that is a lot. That's one calorie less than fat. So uh, not only does alcohol not make you feel full, but it's almost as bad as just drinking straight olive oil from a caloric perspective, which is absolutely insane when you consider that, right? yes that's insane absolutely insane so that's it guys that is the magic wizardry in the arcane arts and that is our last show for here today we are now done we have finished Ooh. our stream we have arrived at the end boys and girls so thank you thank you for joining us here today let me know what your guys's thoughts are in the comments below